Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. Welcome to the 23rd episode of, oh, I forgot the name of this. It's called the 5-Minute Warning. The 5-Minute Warning. With Ruben Brown. And AG. And me. Yes. Hey, y'all. What's happening? Hey, what's going on? You know, I really... I forgot the name of the show. How do you forget the name of your own Be- show? Because, man. It's because had, I had you riled up before we hit You didn't record. have me riled up. You had me in a different spot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let me explain what was going on. So, okay. of course, we're talking about, we're doing some show notes. And before we go on the air, we always have conversation. You know, it's kind of part of it's to just, you know, shoot the stuff. Another part is kind of get ready to be talking on air and things as such. And we're talking about the fact, whereas... I hated Western civilization in college. I got like a D in it. It was an eight o'clock class. And I'm not about that life because, yeah, I just can't do it. Getting up in the morning early is terrible. I learned that at a young age. And that, you know, that didn't help me because my last job during the summer, I got up, had to be at work at seven. And so I was just advising me this story about, how somebody um, came to me and was like, you know, you're here at seven, you, you get here early, you stay late. How do you do it? And I was like, one, I don't have choices because it's my job. And then two, I don't have choices because that's my job. And then it's like, well, how are you so perky in the morning? And I was like, look, first of all, <laughs> I ain't about that life. It's called a facade. There's just times you just got to you got to be who you need to be so everybody who looks at you realizes, hey, you know, if he's excited for the day, maybe I should too. True. But deep inside, I wish I was back in bed. And that's just what it was. But it's my job. Do I? Am I a morning person? No. Not even close. Never in life have I been a morning person. Well, I'm not a morning person either, but. But what? There's nothing, I mean, my day starts roughly, now it starts around 8. I get up around 8 o'clock every day, I'm forced to, you know, my body's like, you're getting up at 8 o'clock, whether I have to work or not, so that kind of sucks. It does. But, if not, I'd be late every day, and I can't be doing that. Well, since I'm not actually going to work, but I'm doing work here. That's a whole nother segment, that's a, that's a whole different day. We need to get into that. Maybe one day. Because Ruben hasn't left the house to go to work in a minute. I get to go to work every day. We'll talk about this. Yeah, we'll talk about it a little later. So, 
I mean, am I a morning person? Definitely not. Um, coffee. I don't do coffee. It's disgusting. If you got to put half coffee, half milk, and a whole bunch of other stuff in, you're not drinking coffee. You're drinking milk or whatever else you put in it. That doesn't make sense to me. Coffee Ooh, by uh, itself mm. is disgusting. Wow. Bulo's going to have a fit. I mean, this. she gonna have to, you know who else going to have a fit? Who's that? Like a whole bunch of people who listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> because I think coffee's disgusting. Now, really? I can't. It's what? Look, man. <laughs> if, if you go hit me off with some French vanilla coffee, then you're doing too much. You got to do all that to make it taste good. Why are you drinking it? Because that's what people do. It tastes good to me. You can drink tea. You can drink milk. Well, tea has sugar or honey in it. I mean, or you know what? How about water? Water. Oh, yeah. war's no. boring. No, can't do that. Or Rolling can, my eyes, y'all. Rolling my eyes. I mean, or you can do, you know, put water with a, a meal sprit in it. You know, to make oh, it change what? color. I think the meals you spray, oh, you put the, it in there. okay. They're expensive, by the way. Hey, man, I understand coffee's cheap, but coffee ain't cheap. Coffee's disgusting. I pay six dollars a cup for Bula. My dad drinks coffee. What? <laughs> that you just that just hit you, <laughs> man. First of all, Starbucks is making a killing, man. I six dollars and fifty eight cent for venti. Was it uh, caramel macchiato? Or whatever. How much is that? Is actually coffee? Mm, I not a lot. Probably less than fifty percent. Probably, but it, it makes her happy. Some, you know what you can do? What? Get yourself some chocolate milk. Okay. Get yourself the um, the spray. What's that stuff called? The the spray whipped cream. Okay. And get like a thing of vanilla that you can do. You know, put all over it. Yes. There you go. You know, I'm trying to stay married. Never going to do that. I'm just saying. You're I'm just not saying. saying you should do that. I'm just saying. That's kind of what you're doing. $6 for a coffee. That's the real crack, y'all. That is the real crack. You're not wrong. The legalized crack. You're not wrong. But I'm going to do it again. Probably do it again tomorrow. I mean, because you know what? If they can figure out a way to legalize crack and drink. Oh, wait a minute. They have. It's called Four loco. <laughs> I mean, I hear that stuff gets you going. Man, I'm about why, to put that in my body. What in the world? What do you think? And I mean, <laughs> what in the world? Between that and Red Bull <laughs> and all that, it monster energy drink. That stuff causes heart attacks and stuff. It does, but coffee is just, <sighs> coffee is disgusting. But you're putting it in a category with stuff that is actually causing people issues. Coffee is not that. I just don't understand why you drink something that tastes bad. But it doesn't taste bad. Well, yeah, if you put everything else in it. Even even if you drink it black, it's not so bad. What's the taste? See, you said so bad. So there is a it, part of it that is bad. It is. That it tastes like something it, you, you burnt. It's, no, but it is harsh. I mean, ex, explain to me harsh. Explain to the listener. Like, what does it taste like? Does it taste like charcoal? I mean. No, you're asking the wrong type of question because you don't like coffee. Okay. It does have a harsh taste, and the stuff you're talking about that people put in it takes the edge off, but you still get that coffee taste, along with your French vanilla or your macchiato or your you like caramel coffee ice cream? or whatever. Actually, it's so funny because I drank cold coffee one time when I was a kid. He, he almost threw up in his mouth, folks. When I was a kid, and I was like, eh, it's cold. I threw it away. Now it's a thing. Now you're drinking iced coffee. Uh, no, I don't. But I have had it, and it's not so bad, but it's 
that's part of the marketing brainwashing part. Because essentially, if I had cold cup of coffee at home, I'd throw it in the sink. I think coffee should be thrown in the sink anyway. No, coffee should not be thrown in the sink. But I'll say this: it's to each his own. It is. That don't make it. That don't mean it tastes good though. Wait a minute! You can't say both of those things at once. To each his own. Look, that, first of all, it's my show. I can do it. I won't. And why do you all, pull that card out anytime you get it's ready? An awesome card to pull. And it's true. That's like the black card. And I'm not talking about American Express and Tyrion either. I'm I mean, talking about the black card. Hey, sometimes you got to remind. Oh my goodness! No, you don't. <laughs> You don't have to remind. <laughs> I'm so glad that you are thinking this is so funny because you are just all up in my shirt right now. What I'm telling you is if you say to each his own. I understand what I'm saying. Do you really I understand? I really do. It? But you said it anyway. I mean. It, never mind. I forgot I supposed, who I was talking I, to. Yeah, I was going to say, am I, I supposed to not say it? Never mind. My bad. I won't say it anymore. Psych. <laughs> wow Aunt Shirley Come get your boy I mean you know Mom don't listen She doesn't? No Why? Well Partially because I haven't told her Actually I she, thought when she called The other well, day Well she knows that We do the podcast But Unless somebody has showed her I don't think she knows How to access it Okay that makes more sense Cause I would I couldn't imagine her Not listening If she knew you were doing this <laughs> And I've thought about that too. It's like, would I change anything if my parents were listening? No, because there's not a lot of there's no profane language or like nastiness yeah, well, on it. It's not about that, but I say some things this podcast that they necessarily don't really know. I mean, but what about it? What I mean, about I, it is out of the way? I, I don't say I don't think it's out of the way. It's I think it I just think it's because I don't talk around my parents this way. No kid does. That's not true. I know some kids who do. Really? Well, people who do. Yeah, I would never talk to my dad the way. Oh, I'm definitely not. Oh, God. No. no way. No, no. Now, if he asked me. I don't me, curse uh, in front of my parents. Much less anything, man. I, I mean, realize that, but what I'm saying is there are some things that if he asked me about it, then I would tell him. Otherwise, there's no point in me saying any of this. That's true. I mean, like, you know, with questions I ask, I answer them. Sure. But I don't know if I want them asking questions about what I talk about on the show. It'd just be weird. One. I, I get that. And I then two, that. it'd be just more material for the show, and I don't know if I want to involve my parents in the show like that yet. I don't think I'm ready for that. Actually, it would be a good show. Because there's some things I could say about my mother. There's some things I can say about my dad. I mean, it'd be a great show. I mean, because it would be good content because people are listening to this and they can relate. Hmm. It's a good show. Whether you're comfortable or not is another situation. I think about it. I'm not against it. I'm just, I can't imagine, I can't imagine my parents actually being on the podcast. It'd be funny. I think it'd be kind of dope. I, I just think it would be funny. Especially your mom. Oh, no. No. I had to shut her what? down. Uh, how are you going to shut your own mother down? That's because, not man, nice. She'd be talking about some stuff when I was a kid. I, like what? Like stuff that I really don't care people to hear. It's bad enough I walk to my house the first thing I see. Oh, excuse me. Used to be the first thing I see. Okay. You walk to the house, you look to the left, is a big old baby picture of your boy on the wall. And what's wrong with that? I mean, it's not there anymore, so it's okay. It's in the back. But so, I, I wait a, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What got you demoted? I don't even know what picture up there. Maybe it's maybe it's the Lord. I don't know. 
Well, you know, coming second to Jesus is good. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sad at that. Um, but yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what picture there. That's a very good question. I don't know what picture there. But I mean, <laughs> back to our Shirley. So but I mean, yeah, man, nah. You walk in, you see the baby picture with the fro, with the little horsey on the shirt. I think I remember that. picture. I mean, that picture was there forever, man. The firstborn, he gets the big picture, and then there's a little picture of my little brother, like in the corner, which is I've always thought was funny, even though he's gonna listen to this and be like, "Oh, you're funny," but <laughs> you know, it's like, look, man, you Kevin, can't. Have, Kevin has less value than you. I just say that, yes, but you, you can't have everything. You, you see, y'all you just already said, the baby. Y'all see, already the baby. Passive aggressive, y'all. Hey, look, man. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say this, man. Hold on, before you say it, you you realize you've had five, four or five different look mans in like the last yeah eleven minutes. Because I use that to to make you realize I need to back up but and explain. I know, but you don't usually say that that often. You've been riled up a little bit today. Go I'm ahead. not riled up. I'm just nervous. Nervous about what? Because you know your six month show is coming out next. No, week? I'm not really thinking about that right now. Yes, you are. I'm just thinking now. I know my little brother listens to, listens to the podcast, so this will be funny. Okay. So, but no, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. Being passive aggressive, you know, when you have a, a sibling is interesting. Because Why is it interesting? Because, man, you see your sibling get like everything and you don't get, you get like a quarter of that. And it's just like, what's up? And I used to get mad at that as a kid. I used to get mad at that. But then one day I woke up and I was like, dog, when he gets stuff, you play with it too. Why are you mad? And I was like, why am I mad? And that's when our relationship changed. Y'all had used to have a bad relationship? No. I mean, we used to fight. I mean, Y'all are seven, brothers. Y'all are brothers. Yeah, he's seven years younger than me. So we used to fight okay. a little bit. I mean, you know, there'd be times where he'd get on my nerves. Okay. And then next thing you know, I mean, you hear some crying and, of course, <laughs> <laughs> of course it's my fault You hear some crying now, But wasn't it your fault though But see here's the thing And this is what I would say Some of it was my fault Some Then some of it When you the baby You learn how to play advantages No that's true And so I mean he, He's played that advantage a couple okay. times Okay He started to fake cry And I didn't touch wow, him Wow Kevin fake cries Yo, back in the day. Wow. Yo, my my brother's intelligent, man. He, I'm not he's saying he's not, but wow. But he learned that he learned that in an early age, man. Okay. You know, and then one like I said, one day I woke up. I woke up one day. I was like, why? Why am I doing this? I'm taking beatings, and he's getting new stuff, but I still get to play it. Why am I taking beatings? Smart. And I stopped taking beatings. Okay. And I stopped beating him up. You stop beating him up? Oh, let me change that. I stopped fighting. There you go. I knew it was something to it. I mean, yeah. We stopped, we stopped using fisticuffs against each other. Got it. And then we became real good brothers and friends and all that stuff to this day. Okay. And it's and it's good, you know. He yeah, he used to get the Nintendo games and all that, and I used to play it. And you got nothing? I just say I didn't get nothing. I would say that I got things that I wanted, but if I also wanted something. I would ask him if he wanted it. He'd be like, yeah, so, you know. Okay. Hey, you should, you should ask for that for your birthday. That's a good idea. I mean, I think he was going to do it anyway, but hey, why not? Okay. But I mean, nah, man, it's just having, you know, having siblings is definitely a, it was definitely a, a plus. They're, you know, have an older brother and a younger brother. Excuse me. Older brother and younger brother. No sisters. Um, 
you know, that's whatever. You know, I guess it was all right. Okay. You know, growing growing up in the in the Brown household wasn't 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 boring. It, it it wasn't definitely wasn't boring. I mean, but it also wasn't. It was it was your normal stuff. I mean, we weren't the hustables or anything, but who is? Know, hopefully, nobody. <laughs> well, see, we're talking about the characters. We're not actually talking about Bill Cosby. Yeah, man, but that stuff was larger than life, crazy, man. I mean, it is, but still, let's be real, man. What? Half those things that Theo did, I'd have got whooped for them. Didn't well, matter how old I was. <laughs> I'm still thinking about the earring. You remember that episode he had earring and tried to hide permission? Oh man! Or when um, oh what was her name? But she went to see the wretched in Maryland. Um, that um, episode's classic, man. The wretched. Oh my goodness! I mean, it's crazy because like I remember when I asked my mom, I was like, "Yo," because I I was unfortunately in that phase about getting the earring. Okay. And she was like, "Yeah, you can get one the day you move out," and I was like. Yeah, no help. I got one hole in these ears. That's all I need right now. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's that's one of those things, man. I I love my parents, man, but they were real. And it was just like, you know, if you don't ask them, I never asked them if they, um, how do I feel about, how do they feel about this or whatever. I just be honest. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Okay. You moving out the next day? Like tattoos? You moving out tomorrow? Oh, you got your own place already? Wow. Oh. They couldn't just tell you no, but they just let you know what you're going to have to do to get it. Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. That's And that's that's why I loved my parents. They never stopped me from doing anything. They just gave me alternatives. They, like, I mean, they were just like, hey, cause and effect. Yep. If you do this, this is what will happen. Yes. That's fair. It is. I mean, it's not like they said no. They gave you a choice. You can do this, but you will move out. Yeah. You can, this, if you do this, if you do A, then you have choices B and C. But if you do A, one of those choices would disappear. Yes. And it's just like, yeah. And I, I couldn't move out, you know, being 16 and stuff. That wasn't a. <laughs> you sure you couldn't make it on your own? I mean, no. It would have been ugly, but you could have done it. I mean, other than a paper route, I had my first job at like 17. For real, like first real job. I don't think rent's gonna get paid by a paper route. Uh, I don't think anything's getting paid by a paper route. <laughs> it barely fed my comic book habit. So wow, I, I'm pretty sure nothing else was gonna be fed by that. Come on, man. I mean, you could have made it, man. No, man. Look, when you get, see, here's the thing: the paper route's cool and all back in the day. Uh huh. Yeah, the paper route. Paper route. It won't cool when it snowed. It wasn't cool when it rained. I had one myself. It wasn't cool when it rained. And, but, you know, I had another kid who, like, if I go out of town, he'd do my paper route for me. Right. Well, I had to pay him. Yes. You had to pay him per day. Yes. So, I mean, after a while, that got old. And, you know, but we went on vacation, so I had to pay the dude. Not not my parents did not pay for the dude. No. You pay the dude out of your money. Exactly. Nah. I mean, I learned that you need to do things for yourself, by yourself. But if you got to go on a family vacation and you don't have choices... Right. Then you just taking that L. And is it an L because you did get to go on vacation? It's an L because I had to pay somebody else to do my job, which means that that that's money, just the cost of doing business. Nah, man, I won't get paid enough for uh, that. But nor was he. And then he's doing your route too. Yeah, but if he messed up, guess who got in trouble for that? Truth. This guy. Truth. So eventually, I think I. You know, 
I decided to be done with the paper route. Okay. I think somehow I gave it to him. Okay. There, there was some way that I had to get out of it because I, it's like you couldn't quit unless you had a replacement or something. I, I never know. experienced that. Usually, I don't, the I don't the manager of the the paper boys or paper paper people. I guess I'll no, they're saying. paper boys. Stop playing. I'm just saying, just trying to keep it politically correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it was in my case her job to cover the route until she found someone. It wasn't my responsibility. That's new. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, I was like, yo, you want paper out? He's like, for real? How much? I was like, how much you going to pay me for it? How much you going to get? He's like, how much I got to pay you for it? Nothing, man. Take it. It's called, man. I gave him a seven round. He gave me a seven round pick, man. I was like, deuces. <laughs> deuces <laughs> for a seventh round pick. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think he may have gave me like 10 bucks. I was like, deuces, man. It's all good. He wouldn't have to give me anything to get out of that misery. I mean. That was a miserable job for me. He all, he he offered, so I felt like I had to at least do something. Oh, you, you could have, but I'm just saying for me, yeah, it was miserable. It was great in the summer. It, it was. It was even more miserable. Well, I don't like the heat, so. Well, the problem is I had hills near my house. Oh, a hill. you live in Petersburg. Yeah, oh, that was a big old hill. Ouch. Riding your bike up that hill was not a good move. However, you know. It's one of those things where I didn't necessarily have a basket in front. You had the bag that you slung over. Oh, I hated those. I had a basket. And, you know, you could throw in the papers where it was just easier to walk and do it. But, you know. You walked it? I was. It wasn't that far. It was just. How many houses did you have? Oh. How many houses in the neighborhood? Um, How many houses in the neighborhood? I don't know. 40? 40 houses. But then the thing about it is you got the paper. They dropped the paper at your house. And then um, they like, you had to ball them up. Yeah. You had to ball them up, rubber band them. Sometimes yeah. you had to bag them. Man, so you had to do work before you did the work. Exactly. That's why I hated it. It was awful. I mean, so, I mean, it was good for a while. Like I said, it fed my comic book habit and stuff, but it is what it is. Truth. You know, but yeah, I don't miss that time. I don't think anybody does. Paper routes are miserable. So when the internet made the papers go out of business, I wasn't necessarily mad because no, they I had just made paper boys go out of business. Truth, but yeah, that's no one needs that misery in their lives. No one. Eh. You know, it was good for what you needed it for. I guess. I mean, you. I like I said, I had a habit. I call it a habit. Well, it is a habit. You know, after my parents decided that they weren't going to pay for a comic book for me anymore, and I wouldn't get enough good grades to keep that habit up, your boy Dude. had to. I had to sit to my house like every week, dog. It was. And your grades weren't right. My grades were good. They were all right. I mean, it's just I didn't get enough money for that to keep my habit. <laughs> I bet you, if your grades were good enough, it would have been. Fine. No, no, because we're talking like like I was getting, I was getting comics like every week. How much were you spending on comics a week? After shipping, somewhere around 10 to 15 bucks a week. Wait a minute. Y'all didn't have a comic book store locally? How was I getting there? Get your mom to take you. Man, mom and dad working. On the weekends? Well, the thing about it is, well, so dad, you said, let me get one comic book years ago. That's how I got into it. Okay. On Sundays, he'd take me to the um, the drugstore and they had a comic book rack, spinner rack, the old spinner rack. Oh, yeah. And I'd get one every week. I mean, they were 35 cents then. Right. Yeah, when I was like 13, 14, they were like 75 cents. So, like, 
I did have, I didn't really get allowance allowance. I did stuff around the house. Okay. So, I mean, I got paid from that, but it got to a point where my habit became more that I was getting money. And they were cool for a while, but then they were just like, yo, we keep, I mean, you know, we can't keep supporting your fix. <laughs> it's a fix. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, that was a nice way of saying it. I don't think they said it like that, but that's the way I kind of took it. It was a fix. So it was like, what do you do? Um, so yeah. Okay. So then I had to get a paper out there. It's like, you gotta, you gotta get a job. And I'm like, I'm 14, huh? I can't get a job till I'm 16. What's up? You can do a paper out. Hey, can I that's do a paper That's right. They didn't have to follow those laws. Nope. <laughs> you had to have a bike and the ability to pay. And if I guess the thing about it was, so I'm trying to remember how it all worked. I don't remember how. I don't know how I got my money. I don't know if they paid the paper. The paper gave me a check. I don't remember. All I know is, yeah, it was. It was. I did it for about a year and a half. So wait a minute. You didn't have the little book with the the receipts in it, and then they paid you, and then you paid their manager, and then you kept what was well in in Petersburg. They could also pay directly to the to the. So I think I had a bill, and like if they didn't pay, like the Progress Index is the name of the paper. Okay. Because some had subscriptions. Right. So if they paid them directly, then they took that out. And then I had to get the rest of it myself. Okay. So they paid me, and what happened was I paid them, and I guess I kept the rest of it. I don't know. Christmas was dope, though, because I got a whole bunch of, like, big tips and stuff. Tips, big tips. I got some fudge one year from somebody. Really? Like a can of fudge. Okay. I ate that. Didn't make it down the hill. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait a minute. Back up. How come you didn't make it down the hill? I mean, nah, let me stop lying. Some of it made it down the hill. I oh, you mean some of the fudge? Yeah. I was eating that joint when I was walking. That's right. You weren't riding. I mean. So you just walking and eating fudge. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it's what kind of paper boy are you? I mean, it's what it is, bro. There it is. It's what it is. Sweeping it under the rug again. I mean, what do you want me to do? Eat fudge, I guess. I mean, I did. <laughs> Eat fudge yeah, and be had, merry. Got some, got some, got some bonuses and stuff like that. <laughs> but after a while, like I said, that stuff got old. So, yeah, paper routes are miserable. I'm just saying. I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore. No I'm glad no one has to do that anymore. Eh. It's called the internet. Read it online. Just saying. Okay. Um. I think we're getting a call soon. We gonna get Moby on the show? Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, and this is crazy because normally, like real podcasts, they have somebody doing this. Well, I'm doing it. I'm just waiting for him to call. Well, I mean, like, well, I'm contacting him because he's texting me, and he's gonna love that we're talking about this on the air. But he's texting me, and I'm like, "Yo, call in so we can put you on," and yada yada yada, you know. So hopefully he's going to call you shortly. But until then, we're going to go ahead and talk about what we're going to talk about today. So we've got a couple of things to talk about. First one is Liberty University. What is wrong with them? <laughs> Apparently, well, for them, nothing. I mean. They're, they think everything is dandy. Look, I don't feel like talking about nobody today. I'm trying to turn a new leaf. 
Well, no, this is a podcast. This is a correct form for talking about folk. Oh, you know what? You are correct. What was I thinking? I don't know, because you pulled the card just like 10 minutes ago. You pulled the this is my show card. I don't know what you you had going on. Oh, that's Mo B. Soon as Mo B. Mo B. There he is. What's going on, man? You sound like you in a wind tunnel, dog. I'm driving, man. I'm trying to be safe. I can't really hear. I mean, can you can you close your windows? You got that sunroof open? Hello. Yeah, you got your sunroof open? No. Okay, you sound a lot better now. Okay. Yeah, we can hear you. What's going on, man? I don't know. Just loving the dream, man. You sound so enthused. Riding around here getting it. What are you, what are you, you working? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm putting in some work. <laughs> <laughs> putting in some work. All right. That is code for none of your business. We need to talk about you. No, nah, man. I'm dropping off supplies, man. So I'm Dropping off cleaning supplies, man. So you did do, you're doing that now? Did, did they need it? Yeah, a couple of my stores did. I've got, I got one more to go to. Yeah, I think I'm going to slide through a couple stores on Monday. That is if we don't got calls, but they water. Ooh, that was bad. Sorry. Oh, um, good. <laughs> so, look, man, we had just we had just gotten to our first discussion. Yo, man, what's wrong with Liberty University, dog? What's wrong with what? Liberty University. What do you mean? I mean, kids can go back and stay there, man. You hear about that? I mean, I heard about it, man. I, I, I feel like they're trying to do something good, but, you know, it might just be misguided. I mean, yeah, they, they're opening up for the students. Even though everything is online, they're like, yeah, come on, stay. We got some people here anyway. So if you want to come and stay, you know, you can. But my biggest question is, are they not trying to give back refunds? They don't have to because no other college is doing it. So they don't have to. They don't have the public pressure to do so. But personally, I've been talking to, to, to Bulo about this for two weeks. People are paying for room and board and their kids are at home eating their food. So you have parents that are paying for for kids that are at home. Well, that's but, if you're, but if your university is closed, they got to refund that. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I still say if the, if the all is, you know, as far as this is going on with the coronavirus, you got to be. You got to refund those people or prorate something because their kids are at home. I mean, if they're trying to open up or whatever it is, then okay. But at the same time, I think there should be some choices there. If you don't choose to come back and take your, you know, take your classes online, you got to get that money back. I mean, you got to get the whole semester back, but you got to get something. Okay. What do, you, what do you think, Moby? I mean, I'm kind of. I got my opinion, but I want to hear what y'all think first. I feel like it's misguided, man. I mean, I feel like a lot of universities in, I guess, in their trying to be proactive, kick kids off of campus and really didn't give kids adequate time to maybe make adequate arrangements. And I think now maybe they realize, hey, we got some people who are kind of displaced. Because, I mean, I can say, like, my first year in college, if they would have had to kick me off of campus, I wouldn't have had nowhere to go. So... And if they gave me, like, 
three, four days to do it, man. I've just been out back. But with that being said, you can't let them go for three weeks and then say, hey, come back and bring all your germs with you. So, I mean, like I said, I think I think it's coming from a good place. It's just misguided. Well, they let back 1,900 students. They're prepared to hold yeah. 5,000. And I'm like, y'all crazy. Yeah, like I said, I, I think it's coming from a good place, but you know, I, I hope I would say I hope they're trying to practice social distancing, but dorms don't work that way. No, I mean, there's no such <laughs> thing. I mean, how are you going to be social distancing from from somebody when you're living yeah. on top of them? Literally, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I'm barely social distancing in my apartment complex. That's because they're walls and stuff. I mean, this you know, this is crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, the the article says that they really are ignoring or playing down the whole pandemic, just like your boy did, um, who he's feeling the wrath of that now. Who are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about Trump. You know we're oh, no. About. Well, I want you to say that because, see, this is the interesting part to me is Falwell and Trump, they tight. And Falwell Jr. Well, the same difference to me. Okay. Falwell Jr. and Trump are tight. That community presumably thinks the same way. So what do you think they're going to do? They're going to follow Trump and what he's saying and not really taking this too, too seriously. Well, I got a friend of mine whose daughter goes there. They took her out of school. Oh, wow. She ain't coming back. She'll come back in the fall if things are cool, but she's taking her classes online. Are they? I wonder if they're giving her a refund. They're not. No colleges. That's what? why I was telling you before. No college is yeah, going to be not. putting any pressure. Or I mean, public opinion is not putting pressure on colleges to prorate this semester because you have people, you have parents that are paying for their kids to go to school and stay at school. So this is, you know, room and board mm-hmm. in addition to tuition, right? Well, if your child is home with you again, why am I still... You know, paying for room and board. That was my whole thing. Paying for a meal plan. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And they're not cheap. But I mean, if the school shut it down, I don't understand why they wouldn't at least give a credit. No, they don't give you anything because, again, they don't have to. And public opinion is not making them do it because they're not that's putting any crazy. pressure. They're not putting any pressure on them to do it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And that's what pissed me off the last couple of weeks. It's like, how are you going just like... Because some people, like if you go to ODU, which is a local college here, you know, room and board is an extra seven grand. And that was when I was there. So, I was about to say, you might be, you might be making it lower because that was, that was back in the day. It, it, well, that's all I'm saying. So if you're, if you're going there now, let's just say it's 15. Or if you're going to a more expensive university, like say Duke or Harvard or somewhere like that. And you're paying for your child to be at school, so now you got to have that nut and eating your food. Are you serious? There's something wrong with that. But if no, I mean, you're talking about the parents paying, but let's talk about the kids who took out student loans. For well, this. see, that's a so whole. They, in fact, are paying for this. Exactly. See, now it got real deep because you have some kids that, like Mo said, you have some kids out there that are paying their own way. What happened to all that money? Man, somebody's getting sued. Well, how can you sue them? Well, I mean, they can sue for, um, for, uh, what's it called? Oh, 
It was right on my head. So like you pay for something that you didn't receive. Like you can you can sue to get that money back. It'll suck, but you can do that. How many people have the resources to sue? A well, college. If you're smart, you'll do if you're smart, you'll do like a class action lawsuit. And then you have one lawyer who represents all of them. That's that's if you can get it together. I agree. I mean, but I say in class action lawsuits, you're not gonna get that much. You're not gonna get all your money though. Well, it all depends. If they sue them for everything that there's, you know, they owe, plus pain and suffering, <laughs> then yes. everybody will get back at least what they owe, and the pain and suffering will probably go to the lawyer. Because when it's all said and done, what you, you living in a utopian society if you think it's gonna work that way. Well, but the thing about it is. You don't want, I think what will happen is if somebody does this with one or one school, I think all the other schools will be like, you know what? Let's settle. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go ahead and give you a refund or a credit for next year because it's not like it's their fault. The kids fault that they're not there. Right. And that's the thing. When it's all said and done, you didn't kick us out. I mean, you didn't, we didn't leave voluntarily. You kicked us out. Truth. And, you know, with any, I can't imagine that going to any judge and them losing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like you bought a hotel and you got there, you bought a hotel room for two nights and you got there and say, sorry, um, we're closed due to the hurricane. You know, what about our money? Nah, you ain't getting that back. And I'm glad you said that because that's the one of the things I was going to say about the colleges actually winning because who really reads the fine print? And the fine print could say exactly what you just said. It could. And now it's like, you have a nice day. That's a you problem. Yeah, but you see, I, I, I guess what would happen is you wouldn't sue just the college, though. Who, because, who else would you sue? Well, if it's a state entity, you'd sue the state. Well, what if it's a private university? Well, it's a private university. And, and what exactly are you suing the state for? Well, I mean, because... When, you do, you suing the state that there was a pandemic that forced the governor to basically say social distancing was a must? Yeah, but you're suing them because you pay for something, you pay for services that weren't rendered. And when it's all said and done, you're not going to just pay, you're not, just like if we were getting sued as people because of something that happened at our job, we get sued, our supervisor gets sued, our job will get sued. You know, it's not about suing us. It's about suing the big people because when it's all said and done, they're going to settle. And in this, you don't want states getting sued over college money. You know, and now for the private institutions, the thought process is that, because I believe Liberty is a private institution. It is. Um, the thought process, I would think, would be they wouldn't want to get sued because... That's just bad. That's bad press. And then at the same time, depending on who's running the show, yeah. they have enough resources to smoke you out. Like so. Duke, Duke would Duke would probably give their money back <laughs> because it would look bad on them if they didn't. I guess my thing is, why doesn't it look bad on them to do it, to do it now? Because I'm sitting here going, y'all just going to kick these people out I don't, see, for free. I think that, I don't think it's something that's, you know, I think when I, what I need to do is talk to somebody who has a kid in college, not, not in Virginia, in another state, because, you know, I was talking to that person and they were like, yeah, we gotta get that refund on that, on that meal plan, you know, cause that's, right. that's the first thing he, he was talking about. So 
I'm kind of curious now. So I think I think I want to revisit this next week, and I want to talk to. I know a couple people got kids in colleges, just to see what's going on with that because that is kind of important. Because there's some colleges that cost a lot of money, but then there's some colleges who don't want the negative press. You don't want to be that college who says, "I'm not giving the money back to the students," and then it makes and then it makes national news. You don't, even though you don't necessarily have to, you don't want to be that guy. I realize you don't want to be that guy, but at the same time, the NCAA does it all the time for sports. So what's the difference now? Because you can't really sue the NCAA. Well, not for the money. Well, that's my whole point. I don't think it's going to matter either way. I think they're not going to give that money back. But I think the pro- I think if I think what would happen is if you got somebody who was not an alum of that school, okay, and their pockets were decent, and let's just say they're they're already a lawyer, and they want to refund their kids' stuff, and they didn't give it to them, and then they were not pleasant about it. Okay. I think that per that person would would fight it. And see, it only takes one. That's and, true. And that's the whole thing. Right now nobody has come out and done it. That's why I'm kind of thinking that, you know, something's going on behind the scenes, or they'd be like, you know, let's wait and see how long they're out. But then there's some schools who've already closed up for the academic year. So my thought process is if they're waiting, they already said the academic year is over. The next question is What's up with the money that didn't get used? You know, because really we're talking a half a year, half semester, half semester meal plan, half semester room board. Right. For some schools, that's not a lot. I mean, because they'd much rather keep the student there for another two, three, four years. Right. And get all that money, then lose them because they want to give back a couple thousand dollars. I mean, but would, would credit be suffice? I mean, I'm not talking about the seniors, but like, would a credit suffice for most people? Like, if, if your university was like, yeah, we know we can get that room and board and meal plan, but next semester, you know, we got you on that. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, the see, the the ones who are graduating. Well, the first thing is, did they even? I mean, can they even graduate? Well, no, they can. They can graduate. I think that's that's not the problem. If you if you were doing well. And they just had a two-week thing where before they got the whole online thing going, that small amount of time, then I'm sure they can eat that part of it. Um, a lot of tests and a lot of homework can be done, you know, yeah. through the internet or whatever. So I don't think actually the scholastic part of it is the problem. I'm thinking there is a lot of money involved in going to college. What are you going to do for me? Like Mo said, why don't you just credit me? Or you said it too. Yeah. Credit me for the next semester or whatever. So where... And I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think people are going to get refunds. Well, the bottom line is we're not hearing about it. We're hearing about us getting $1,200 a person or $2,400 a household, whatever it is, from the government. But colleges aren't coming well, clean. And I, and I think what it is, is I think colleges... And I, I'm going to put this out there because I think it's fair. Maybe colleges are smarter than the average bear. Maybe they thought about this already and sent a message home and was like, look, you know, because we've had to close for the scholastic year, you know, this is what's because, you know, they, they've it's been a couple weeks now since they've closed most colleges for the scholastic year. Right. So I my assumption is they have created some sort of letter to parents, at least a letter saying, hey, look, we're working on getting this, this and this done. And by this date, 
we'll let you know what will happen with the financial part. Because when it's all said and done, the first thing you want to keep is tuition money. Sure. Which means, you know, kids got to go to online classes. Right. That's not a question. A whole lot of professors are doing a whole bunch of online stuff right now. Sure. And that's just what it is. Right. Now, after they get that straightened out, then they're going to come back to the financial part. Because when it's all said and done, they'll probably say to your, to the people who come back to school, look, we'll know we could do. We'll hit you with that credit for half a semester. In the grand scheme of things, it's probably not a lot. But the fact that you do that almost forces them to come back to that school. Now, if you're a senior, well, if you are staying in one of our scholastic homes, which the thing about it realistically is some probably are not. So they probably not getting hit hard with the living on campus thing. So if they are, you know, this is what we'll do. We'll credit back to your account. However, you know, you still got to pay to graduate. You still got to pay, you know, for certain things. So what we'll do, we'll deduct all that from what you have left. And then when it's all said and done, if there's a credit that you owe, we'll send it back to you in a check, which is going to be like June, July. Or, you know, we'll send you a bill for how much you owe us. So when it's all said and done, colleges are not, do not want to cut checks. And if they cut checks, they want to check, cut as minimal amounts of checks as possible. That's when it's all said and done. And honestly, if you're trying to transfer from a school, I probably wouldn't because they're probably going to be like, if you transfer, you, you forfeit the money. Because that's what I would say. Not cool. Eh, cool, not cool. But when it's all said and done, it all depends on how many people are going to, who are going to leave. Because a lot of people may just be like, we'll come from a semester, then we'll transfer. Sometimes it's just worth it. But then again, depending on how much what how much dollar we're talking about. Are we talking a thousand dollars? Are we talking six hundred dollars? Are we talking three thousand dollars? That's what it's all said and done. I mean, because if it's a G I think you're being a bit presumptuous and assuming that there's a plan. Because I don't think universities have a plan right now because at this point in time, they honestly don't know if they're really gonna be open in the fall. Well, but but there's some universities uh, um, there are some universities who already sent out letters saying, "Hey, you know, give us two weeks. Will you get? Because they're going to take care of the online stuff first. Because when it's all said and done, it's all about grades. Because that's ultimately what they're paying for. They're paying for their grades and stuff like that. So they got to get that done first. And I, I am pretty sure any college with any intelligence would have put a letter. Financial things will be dealt with by this time. We'll let you know what's going to happen with this." On May the 1st. And that's going to be enough for people because some people just want to know that you're at least thinking about it and you're going to tell us what's going on. The problem is when they say nothing about that, that's when people get all freaky and freaked out. Well, what about this? What about that? Well, we'll let you know on the or April 15th. Okay, okay, we'll wait till the 15th. And on the 15th, if there's nothing, that's when you start getting, hey, you said on the 15th, you know, be done. So... My hope is that colleges are smart enough to do things like that. I'm not saying they all are. I would definitely say that some of them are because some of them have lawyers. Most of them, or all of them, should have lawyers on speed dial. Absolutely. At the very least, they should have a message in there stating, because of this clause, you're not getting a refund, or because of this, we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do, and we'll let you know on this date. Something like that. They're going to stall for that because nobody wants to give money back. 
So they're going to stall for the money, the money stuff. And right. that's my thought process. I mean, you're not wrong, but I think the thing that bothers me about what you're saying being true or not is the fact that everybody else that has a plan, it's public knowledge. Especially when you're an entity, when I say an entity, I mean colleges collectively. When you're that big and no one knows your plan going forward with respect to the coronavirus, mm-hmm. then as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't exist because everybody else has a plan. That's public knowledge, True. except you. And you're you're like one of the biggest entities in America. Well, I think, but each college is going to have a different plan. I realize that, why. but the idea that no one has said anything, the only thing I've heard, which is Liberty, only thing they said is we're going to resume scholastics. And I, I don't know when they're going to resume, but very soon. So I'm like, that's all you have to say to me? What about the, you know, really? So that's all I'm saying. There's no public knowledge of anyone having any plan, no matter what college it is. But I think that the reason for that is because, I mean, who I, I think that, and once again, I'm not I'm not sitting here saying that colleges are smart as people ever. But what I am saying, my hope is, because I know they have lawyers on speed now, they're probably just like, how do we need to get in front of this? And I'm pretty sure the lawyers have been like, this is how you get in front of this. And this is what you need to say. Because I'm pretty sure every letter that's come out to parents and students has been reviewed by their lawyers. So I think the situation is for us, I think it's more of less. I'm curious on what is in that letter, because trust me, if, it, if nobody has said anything about it, I think people will be asking questions like we are. But the fact that nobody has really brought it up except for, you know, Liberty and what they're doing, but nobody's brought up for any other college. Because you would think this would be like, well, what about our money? But it hasn't been. So I'm thinking there's been some communication about that. Or at least some sort of, hey, we're still trying to, this is unprecedented. We're trying to work everything out. Give us time. We're looking to give you some more information about this day. And that's why I think what's happening. And that's why I'm going to ask the person I know. Because I feel like that's what's going on. I don't know for sure. But next week, you know, on a on the um, six-month anniversary, we'll revisit this. And I'll let you know what I found out because I just think that, you know, anything that goes out about this, lawyers have touched it and seen it and probably have written it because the last thing you want is to get caught with your pants down. True. And I think Liberty, (coughs) excuse me, by reopening school, the problem is if somebody gets sick, the university could be liable for that. I understand the motivation. I just don't think that they have a plan in place. Yeah, I think they're dumb. To, well, in this case, I think a lot of things. But what I'm saying is I don't think they have a plan in place to make the financial part of this right. The scholastic part of it is fine. This, the financial part of it, which is the burden or half the burden, yeah. is, I don't think the way they've gone about it and really juxtaposed to everything else that's happening like other corporations or say, hey, I understand what's happening. Pay me in four months. I understand what is happening. Pay me in a month. Pay me in six months. No interest on this. No interest on that. This is suspended. You're, you're good until all of this is going away because of what you said being unprecedented. Yeah. Colleges have said nothing. Not publicly. And I don't think they should. Well, what's wrong with saying things publicly when everybody else is saying things publicly? Well, because I think every college has a different process of doing it okay well again like you said we'll we'll talk about this next week 
But I'm all I'm saying is I think something smells like fish. And it's stinky. It really is. Stinky, what do you think, stinky. Mo? What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm I don't have as much confidence as as y'all do. Cause I just I think nobody's talked about it because there is no plan. Well that's exactly what I and said. Yes, I understand that colleges are different. You know, private schools are gonna be different than public schools. Which I could actually would give the private schools more of a pass than the public universities. Because I feel like the, the public universities owe it to people to be like, hey, publicly, this is what the plan is. Or if there really is a plan because they're like, hey, we, we literally don't know how long this is going to go on. We don't know what the protocol is. This is, like you said, unprecedented. Give us the time, but we are going to do something. But the fact that you're right, that it's been pretty much radio silent. I mean, I'm. I stay pretty abreast on news and stuff. I've heard anybody talk about it. Yeah, right, me and that just weirds me out. Yeah. So it's it's Mo and I are in agreement and Ruben is very hopeful. I think they're gonna get screwed. I think the parents or students that are paying the wrong way are gonna get screwed. I think but I think that would be a I, I was I see that as a negative because if if one cause says no, but another cause says yes. And those kids at one college who said, no, why should I stay here? They rethink, especially if they're first year, why should I stay when I know they don't care about me? So I'll go to this other college who I know will care about me. I mean, that's what it's about at this point. It's just like being recruited. So, you know, you're getting recruited. Who cares about you more? And if this school cares about their students more than this school, some people might be like, yeah, this is the last dime I'm spending here. I'm going somewhere else. Truth. But the thing is, a college is a machine because they're part of a bigger machine, and that machine is a racket. So one person being upset and leaving is not going to matter. And you know, they, you and know. it wouldn't be, but you know, that's the whole thing. It wouldn't be just one person. You know, it'd be a bunch of people. I can't tell you what number that is or percentage, but you just don't know. Some people might be like, ah, it's only $1,000. It's not a big deal. Some people be like, yo, I need that money. I understand that. Yeah. I mean, t- I feel like since you equated it to recruiting, I go with you on that. But what I say about that is, yeah, that might be a reason for some people to leave a university. But if you go to Harvard, you went to Harvard because of Harvard's name, not because you thought that they cared about you. Correct. If you went to Duke, you went because of their name, not because you thought that they cared about you. So them taking a little bit of a hit because they didn't want to give people back money. Man, that hit will last all of what? Six months? Seven months? Yeah. Until the next crop of people come in that want that degree? Correct. But if you're like, if, but if you're like at, um, let's just say, let me, get, I'm thinking of, like if you say you're a raffer. I mean, if you're talking about like, a, if you're like at a smaller Yeah, school, like raffer. Yeah, it, it, might, it might put some pressure on you, but the, the fact that there's still a lot of, you know, elite universities and those are the ones who cost the most. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't think a UVA would do that um, because they're too much about their image. Because that would be a negative blow to their image. I don't think a Virginia. I don't think your big schools would do that. I think your small schools may. Um, I think that's that's just my opinion, and I'm not talking about sports. I'm just talking about overall. I don't see ODU doing that. Um, I see ODU basically being like, "Yo, we will credit you and come on back. You know, come back and be part of the Monarch family." Yeah, that's that's the way I see them. Um, you know, but that's we'll see. We'll see what's going on. 
But yeah, we'll revisit this next week and I'll let you know what I found out and stuff like that. And we'll see if Jerry Farwell Jr. has closed Liberty. 1,900 students are there right now. That's 1,900. What's their capacity? Um, I don't, I think they're like 20 some thousand, but they're prepared to do 5,000. And I'm just kind of like, what? So well, uh, we'll find out. Yeah, they're crazy. They're crazy in their face. So we'll switch from schools to events. So apparently about 19 hours ago, I had a different conversation. Well, I had a different conversation prepared, but it has changed because up until yesterday, the Essence Festival was still going on. Yes. But yesterday, I guess they decided, nah, we got too much problems down here in, in New Orleans. So Now, did they decide because people didn't, weren't going to show up, or did they decide because they're smart people? Well, it says they basically blamed it on COVID-19. Um, so where was this decision two weeks ago? I don't know, but the the mayor came. I think the mayor shut him down. So they were they had some assistance in you know a wise decision. I think so. She made the announcement on Friday evening, yesterday evening. So yeah, they want him to come back, but we gotta you know fix this. But they're still looking to have it closer to the fall. So they're probably looking to have it in like August. You know, okay. and I mean I get it. But I thought it was supposed to be June, July 1st through the 5th. I thought that was, do I think it could happen? Possibly. That's just brave. It is brave. Actually, to me, it's brazen. Because it's like you have sports leagues that are thinking about September, October. We're going to have baseball and Christmas. That's what's happening right now. Yeah. And you mean to tell me they got some plan for July and they haven't shut it down? The Olympics aren't even going to happen. Yeah. Until next year. For real, y'all that special? I mean... I mean, I love my black people and everything, but come on now. Hey, man, look. Straight up. The MEAC was the last t- NCAA tournament rolling. Hey. Until they, played to the, they played to the second game on Thursday. They were the last game playing on TV. Uh, well, I, it's not on TV, just playing. You know? And I was there. So it was like, they won't work. They won't scared <laughs> about no COVID-19. Well, are they scared now? I mean, I don't know about that. It's really not deep in this part of Virginia yet. I mean, we've had some some stuff go on, but yeah, I mean, they, you know, yeah, they they played, because we were just like, Thursday is still going on. I was like, they were playing on playing the night games. And I was like, alright, peeps. But the only reason why they really canceled the night games is because the NCAA canceled the tournament. Both okay. tournaments. Okay. And that happened at like 2.30. So they had some assistance also. Oh yeah, what's it? What are we playing for? Nothing. So they shut it down after that. Okay. But they were just like, "Yo, we going at least Thursday night." Norfolk State didn't even play. Norfolk State men didn't play. Okay. And I mean, it was deep. Uh, it was probably Thursday. It was probably two to three thousand people there in the morning show, the morning games. Either. Really? How, yeah. how? How was the capacity of the arena? Oh, the scope is like what, eighty five hundred maybe. That's not no, bad. No, eleven thousand. I was like, no, it's it's like eleven thousand, but I think for the the Miak is probably somewhere around seven to eight thousand because of what they you know they maneuver and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, 
I just think it's I think is funny that Girls Trip was playing on today. And then the day after they canceled Essence Spectral because Girls Trip the movie was about the Essence Spectral. That's right. That's right. I remember. That was a good movie, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. It is funny. She had to pee on everybody, though. That was kind of disgusting. Well, they she tried to tell them. I mean, yeah. But then the other girl then went on and peed on everybody because she wanted to. Now it's still disgusting. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm tripping at the grapefruit. Yeah. But see that, where's the family show? Man, I, I don't know nothing about, man, never. Me neither. Me neither. I'm just saying. MOB, you know about that grapefruit, dog? Nah, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm cool on that. <laughs> He's like, nah, man. It's just that simple. Nah, man. I mean, I was just like, grapefruit. I don't know if I feel citrus acid like wow. that. Wow. Like, well, that dude didn't. He won't cool with that. He really didn't. What did he do to me? He ran out of the room. I mean. I mean, look. Can you just imagine if you had a paper cut? Wow. Just like any type of rock can cut or something, man. It'd be a bad. Look, man. Somebody end up in the hospital. Maybe both parties. That means there's only, there's only one way he could have felt that. I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm just saying. I'm just, it's what it is. If you don't know, go look at an anatomy book. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was real messed up, man. But but yeah, I want to go back to the fact that they they waited super long to cancel the SS Festival, man. Really? Well, why do you? Okay, this is my theory, and this is based off of kind of Twitter, Facebook. Just kind of getting the temperature of what's going on. But I get the feeling that black folk didn't think they could catch it. Now, how true do y'all think that is? Because we really weren't taking it seriously, man. I mean, I think there's a lot of truth to that statement. Because I remember hearing a whole bunch of people saying, oh, well, you know, black people ain't really catching it. And I was thinking to myself, well, black people ain't known for being world travelers. So, of course, it's not going to hit our community first. I mean, but I don't think we have some pigmentation immunity to this. Me neither. I mean, I had to force you up. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, because yellow people started with it. You figure you color too, so hey, yes, man. Why you got to be talking about that's messed up, yeah? Why is that messed up? Why you got to be calling me yellow? I'm not. T- hey, I'm just making sure you ain't calling me yellow, man. I will give you a cat. We'll give you a khaki complexion. Let's go khaki. <laughs> that was good, khaki man. You you <laughs> like you know me, dog? What are you talking about? <laughs> hey. Yeah, I'm gonna just call you Dockers from now on. I mean, no, nah, definitely not. <laughs> Why not? That's so much fun, though. Because that's just so no. But most started this wrinkle free. Wrinkle exactly. Free, man. I'm definitely wrinkle free. Don't be playing. Hey. Black don't crack, son. Black don't crack. Hey, Mo, is he got cuffs or is he straight? Ah, uh, he a cuff guy. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Definitely. Okay. What? How dare you? How dare I? <laughs> You don't, have to, you don't have to have cuffs to be cuffs to be dope. Come on, man. Nah, man. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a straight leg guy, See? but yeah, that guy's definitely cuffed guy. See? No, but I really, I mean, I don't know where it started, but I felt like when I said yellow people, I mean, or uh, Asian, Asian American, not I mean, Asian Americans, but Asians. From. Right. So I'm sitting here going, so people of color got it. Came from China. So China. people of color can get it. What are y'all black people talking about? I don't know, but they were in the they were in the scope like they won't get nothing. <laughs> and not just young people, dog. Older people too. They were just uh, like, man, we better just playing long enough, dog. If we got to go, we going down watching a basketball game. And I was like, what? I gotta see my baby play. I, I mean, but in all fairness, I mean, a lot of the coverage of this, you know, based on people who, you know, we're supposed to trust in positions of knowledge and information, we're basically just describing it as. Oh, it's just a cold symptom. 
you know, some people are getting it. It's just older people. Yo, did you hear? Other than that, you're good. I just found out that Doris Burke got had it, yo. Like Doris Burke, ESPN. Doris yeah, Burke? she had the coronavirus wow. for over two weeks. She's did she better know? Now. Well, she got tested. She got tested a couple weeks ago. I mean, but was she feeling bad or she wasn't? She said she wasn't feeling all the other stuff. She said she was feeling very um, just like weak. Okay. And then literally, she said she didn't leave her room for three days. Now, when you say room, her house her room? Her house room. Okay, yeah, okay. Because I didn't know because she travels so much and it's oh, during man, basketball when, season. I'm she, like. Yeah, she said she started feeling very weak. Um, I read it today earlier and she was like, it got to a point like I couldn't, I couldn't get out of bed. And I was wow. like, yo. Doris Burke, man. Yeah, but she says she feels much better now. Well, speaking of like celebrities, how are the Hanks doing? Are they much better? The last time I saw something, they did a um a Instagram of her singing and yeah, he she, was doing she whatever. Did a, she did a perfect she did a perfect rendition of uh Naughty by Nature song o- OPP. That's funny. She killed it, man. I didn't see it, she but that sounds funny. She killed it. I was like, dang, for real, real. Well, I mean, that's that's not that shouldn't be a shocker because Tom Hanks is the dude. I mean, I, I mean, but it's Mr. Rogers is married to a ratchet right now, bro. She killed it. I mean, but let's be real, man. Tom Hanks has been ratchet. How is Tom Hanks ratchet? Have you not seen Saturday Night Live on um, Black Jeopardy? Yeah, that's oh, not yeah, Jeopardy yeah, yeah. He he was all world on that. <laughs> that is the dopest oh, Black Jeopardy oh, ever. <laughs> Ever, because he liked them big women. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it, man. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> what did she do? Not a dang thing. Exactly. <laughs> I was weird. Exactly. Exactly. And he had on Make America Great Again. Oh hat, man, yeah. he was that wearing was that weird. hat. That was that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> that, you know all the things he's done that you, no one can ever top. He ain't gonna never top Black Jeopardy. No, nobody will ever be better than oh, that. Oh my goodness, that was hilarious. It was perfect. He was an old white dude with a Make America Great Again hat on. Looked like he was from Kentucky. He was just country. Excuse me, I ain't trying to do that. And he watched Medea movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. I figured if I can laugh, cry, and pray all in an hour and a half, that'd be exactly. <laughs> yo, yo, that is the greatest Black Jeopardy ever. 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 He killed it. So, just watching that tells me that Tom Hanks can be a little ratchet. And that's okay. Yeah, okay. I, I get, You know what? I wasn't thinking that at first, but you're, you're I agree. I, I mean, agree. It, it, he, it's not like he's been, like, let's be real. Some of his earlier movies, before he really... Like, his earlier movies were pretty much, like, college comedy type movies. Well, big. When he became, big, yeah. when he became the, the big kid. And then, yeah. uh, what's the one with the... Um, Actually, Splash was the first movie. Splash. Did. The, what was the one with the the money in the house? Oh, Money Pit was hilarious. Money Pit, especially when he got caught in the caught oh, yeah. in the floor. Yeah, man. Had to stay there oh, all night. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he did some questionable movies back in the day. They weren't questionable, man. They I were mean, good. They were, eh. I mean, they were they were all right, but not to like he ain't doing he won't do an Angels and Demons type of movies back in the day. Yeah, that first one, second one was better. Okay. Second one was better. But I mean, the dude. Which what's the one? Um, the it, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio when he was catching Leonardo. When he oh, was, Catch Me If You Can. Catch Wonderful you can. movie. Wonderful That's a good movie. movie. Yes, sir. Yo, Tom Hanks is a beast, man. He can do anything he wants. The Green Mile. Awesome. Castaway. Castaway. Uh, mm. No. Mo B. Come on, man. What you think about Castaway? I'd have lost my mind like him too. 
But it was good. First though. of all, I hated the book <laughs> and the movie. Wow, didn't move, he read the so. words too, and you hated both of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the book was awful to me, and the movie didn't move me. So, yeah, Moby. Yeah, that's not one of my favorites. Come on, man. I mean, I'm cool with Green Mile. Green Mile, Green Mile was awesome. Great. Yeah, it was good. Hell, man. I even loved him in, in A League of Their Own, man. I yep. thought he, oh, he was totally good in A League of Their yeah. Own. Yeah, he was good. I mean, Tom Hanks is, he, that dude's a legend. There's nothing he can't do. Yeah. Even be Ratchet. And that's Exactly. Okay. <laughs> He's a trailer park Ratchet. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that, man, that. <laughs> uh, I just wish they would have finished it, though. I wish they would have went to the final question. Yeah, they had it ran out of time. Blake, but, lives matter. All right, Doug. I guess it's I guess it's end of you today. <laughs> Yo. I was weak. I was weak. Oh man. So yeah, I mean, you know, we we are making some light, but yeah, I'm glad the SS SS um thing canceled. Or at least postponed it. Is what it That's is. all they had to do. I mean they didn't have to cancel. I it. mean the the real issue, man, and I mean this is just how I feel about our country handling of this COVID-19 is all together is, man, as a society, man, we're just too selfish to deal with an epidemic because all we can see is how this is affecting our short-term happiness. Truth. Like, nobody wants to cancel things because it's affecting their short-term happiness. Nobody, Nobody wants to stay in the house for two weeks and practice social distancing because it's affecting our happiness. Like, and we'll think of any reason why we can't you know, make a sacrifice, and it's crazy because we're in a we're in a culture right now that for the last four or five years, everything has been social media. We've talked about how this generation doesn't know how to talk to people face to face, and now we ask them not to talk to people face to face, and people just can't get enough of each other. I mean, you know, there's a very there's a lot of truth in that. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were talking about before we went on air, and like like I was telling AG, literally yesterday was the first time. I stepped out like I opened the door to my apartment in three days. And I was like, I just had to step outside and I ended up going to get some food, but I just had to step outside because literally I had been in my apartment for three days and I wasn't necessarily going crazy. I was just like, it's a nice day. I need to look outside. I need to step outside. I mean, yes, I have a little, I have a little deck out here, but that's different. You know, I just need to step outside. And I did. And today I stepped outside because it was 80 degrees and it was beautiful. But I really didn't come in contact with like a total of three people, including AG today. Um, So, you know, the social distancing for me, I'm doing what I got to do. It's really, you know, a lot of people who I worry about those who are used to being by themselves. I'm not necessarily used to it. I can do it which I have proven that I can, but it's not, I worry about those who are always by themselves. And that's before we have social distancing. Those are the people I'm truly worried about. You know, I appreciate the fact that a lot of um, people are doing things on Instagram and stuff like that. Like why Clef John did a, a, um, he did like a small concert with his guitar on Instagram. So people could listen and, you know, the the hashtag is alone together. I mean, I think Britney Spears did a fashion show in her house. Not that we care about what she has to dress, but whatever. Somebody um, does. Somebody does, apparently, because they watched it. <laughs> you know, and it's just, I think it's great that 
at least some people are doing the social distancing thing the right way, and they're trying to teach the American, the, the regular rest of the public, how to do it. Yeah, I just think that to what Moby says, I just think people are. You tell me I can't do it, so I'm going to. Like I told you, I want you to, I want you to go talk to that person and shake their hand and squash the beef. Now I ain't doing it. But now you want to go squash the beef when I told you you can't go talk to them. I mean, come on, man. What's wrong with you? Well, that just speaks to human nature. We always talk about that on the show. Human nature is strong, and you can't beat it. It's that simple. People are gonna be people. True. And then, and then the other part about it is, it's like. <sighs> I was hoping we really wouldn't get too deep in this today, but our leadership is the worst social distancing people I've ever seen. Um, Giving away pens with germs on it. Yeah. <laughs> why are we doing? Why are we doing um, news? I mean, what? I mean, why are we doing press conferences and everybody's so close to each other? How about you do that from the Oval Office? And people be in their own offices and somebody can switch from person to person. You know, let's, I need you to be smart about it because when it's all said and done, if you're not doing it, why should anybody else? Well, we're talking about the same guy who's not given, um, I think it's Washington help because the governor in the past has said disparaging things about him. The, yeah, way the, to prove him right. Good job. Well, I mean, the, the, the governor of Washington is like, we need help. He's like, I'm not calling her back. I told Pence not to call him back. I mean, he did, and that's up to him, but I'm not calling her. I'm like, really? This is what we're doing? But you just said last week, super petty. So oh, yeah. I'm just saying. It is what it is, man. I mean, this is the leader we have, presumably until November or January, as it were. But we'll find out. But I will say this. I told my wife this today. He is doing a lot for himself by giving away all this money. I don't know if I like it for the long term, but in the short term where people need it, he's he's getting a lot of votes because his approval rating is like Yeah, north he's of, buying back the American public. Well, and when haven't we been able to be bought? Guy's approval rating is north of 50. So when it's been 38 or less for three years. When, so, it's, when it's crazy because this is what he should be doing. Not what he has to do. He, he should be doing this. Right, I get that. But I'm saying to you, a broken clock is right twice a day. He's been right three times, but that doesn't mean he's not going to be him. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, I can't find it. Yes. On other news. Uh-oh. Trish Reagan. She was a Fox business anchor. Okay. She ain't there no more. What happened? Well, you know, this is what happens when you ride the Trump train. Wait so she was riding the Trump train and got left at the station. So what man, happened? She got left at the house. So doo, 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 doo. she, um, uh, I guess I should just read this. I hate when I have to read it. Um, Reagan's show was taken off the air earlier this month in a bid to devote more news gathering staff to the coronavirus coverage. Several other programs have been trimmed as well, but Reagan had captured attention for a segment that aired earlier in March suggesting that liberals were overstating the effects of the spread of the coronavirus to discredit President Trump. A graphic that accompanied one segment that aired read, Coronavirus Impeachment Scam. 
So what was the gist of this now? So basically she was saying that what a lot of people were saying and what he was saying, that the Democrats are making a coronavirus worse than it really is. Right. So how did she get fired behind this? Because she had a segment that talked about it. And what? Fox News was like, no idiot, this joint's real. Deuces. <laughs> so wait a minute. They're firing her for something Trump said also. Yeah, they can't fire Trump because he doesn't work for Fox News. But they can fire her. (laughs) Okay. Because she made light of the situation. Everybody everybody on that side of the fence did. Yeah, but, you know, when you have a segment that's aired coronavirus impeachment scam, it's about what you see. But that was the spirit of the whole... Never mind. Hey, man. I just know they featured Endeavor there. Literally. Literally. We thank her for her contributions to the network over the years and wish her continued success in her future endeavors. <laughs> she got fired from WWE, y'all. So she was a sacrificial lamb for something that actually got said. Yep. Because Trump's been lying about this till this moment. Yep. He has not one time come out and said that he said that. When it's clear by video that he said it. Yep. Unbelievable. But she works for Fox Business. It doesn't matter. Well, no, what I'm saying is, I think the issue is, you should be talking about business stuff. Like, this is out of your realm. Leave that to Fox News. But that's brand new, too, because Fox News is Fox News. I understand that. But Fox, how many people from Fox Business here get fired? This is the first one for me. Never mind. I think this is her. She's a sacrificial lamb for him saving face. Oh, probably. Ridiculous. Yeah, but you can't be like, yeah, you know, all the doubt. All the the dials falling because the Democrats are saying that the coronavirus is fake. They literally say something like that every day, just fill in the blank to the cause. On, so on, yeah, on Fox News, right? So what's the difference between now and then? Because guess, it was a coronavirus and people are dying. I guess yeah. I guess Fox Business is like, hey man, we got stones around here. <laughs> you okay. can't be giving us this. Okay, leave all that crap to Fox News because real talk. Fox Business usually just talks about business and stock market and stuff like that. They don't talk about that. That's out. I think that's out. They're saying this out of the realm. I mean, what you okay. should be doing. If that's true, I get it. But you're still Fox and you still, I don't, I guess at the end of the day, I don't feel like that is out of their wheelhouse. So the idea that she got fired and it took so long to fire her smells fishy to me. Yeah. I mean, you know. Because this is something that was like, now, the hoax thing is almost a month old. Yeah. And so I'm like, are you serious right now? Yeah, but you can't. I guess the thing about it was, I I think this is one of those things that I wish he stopped talking about it, like, behind the scenes. He's not going to do that. No, no, no. Her. Oh, She was probably talking about it behind the scenes. Okay. And then it's like, hey, idiot, a lot of people have died by this. You need to stop talking about it. Well, it's a, it's a, you know what? You can roll on those beliefs out of here. <laughs> okay. And I think that's what happened to her. I think. So did she get fired on her day <laughs> No, I think she was working. <laughs> that is funny though. Oh, man. <laughs> Old girl got Todd Gurley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Todd Gurley did get fired on his day off. That was weak. I was weak on that, yeah. Oh, man. I was like, yo, she got fired. He got fired his day off. Somebody said that too, man. It was like, how you get fired here, day off, dog? He's like, man, I got no idea. Wow. But I mean, anyway. He said he didn't see it coming. I'm like, everybody else saw that coming. How do you not see it coming? Uh, I don't know if I saw it coming. Nah, I saw it coming. He's played like seven games in two years, and he... Actually, I think he posted on his own 
Twitter that he got fired on. His yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, he's yeah, he he was joking about. He it. did say he didn't see it he coming. Was, he, he knew it was coming. He said he, he didn't see it was, was coming. coming. Okay, but I mean, I'm with you. I, I can't see how he didn't see it coming. Well, if you put it like that, I understand completely. His price tag was way too much for not playing football for two years, basically. They they t- they paid him a lot of money. They pay his guaranteed money, so yeah. it's like deuces. Yeah, true enough. Um, that knee's not right. I mean, but Atlanta that was right. They paid him six mil. Well, they paid him six mil for one year. Yeah, there's a big difference between right. the, like fifteen million he was getting from you know just saying. But as long as we talking about football, you know who got really really just just got debagged. Who's that? Um. The dude, the running back from the Titans, man, Derrick Henry. Well, see, I have a problem with the way running backs are treated in the NFL anyway. He and he was just a no- tag, right? That's the th- worst thing. And what was it, $10 million? Yeah, it's like death. Well, again, <laughs> they devalue the running back and then turn around and say, the reason why this particular team is losing is because they don't have a running game. Or the reason why this defense isn't, isn't very good is because they can't stop the run. But Running backs apparently don't have value. Can you help me? You know, that's not my issue. You don't know what my issue is? What's your issue? They franchise tagged him, giving him $10 million. They freaking gave a loser from Miami $118 million. Who was this? The quarterback. Uh, what's his name? Tannehill. They gave Tannehill four years with $118 million. Okay, we had this discussion. That dude's terrible. No, he wasn't terrible. He wasn't terrible. And then he got hurt. And then he got hurt again, and then he got traded, and then he balled out probably a little better than he did his first three years in Miami, which he wasn't bad. The only difference between the Titans and Miami, as far as I'm concerned, is that running game that apparently doesn't have a lot of value. When you have a running game, you go a whole lot of things you can do because you've got to be honest. The Titans situation is a much better situation than the Dolphins situation was ever going to be. So I and then too, like I always tell you, you have Tannehill, right? And you don't think much of him, but who else there is available? Nobody. He's not 118 million dollars available. He is the going market value. That's what he got. Yeah, he's getting like twenty nine million dollars a year. Okay, well that's that's crazy. The going rate. Dak right, ain't getting that much, and Dak, he got franchise tag too. Dak is about to get. $40 million. The rate for a quarterback, I'm telling you, especially when you feel like you need one and there's not one in the draft or if there is one in the draft, you're not high enough in the draft to get it. That's what drives the price. I'm telling you, man, Tannehill... You work with whatever somebody will pay you, man. There it is. That's, that's pretty much... There it is. You work with somebody will pay you. You don't, mean, you don't get what you I deserve. Mean, I didn't like the Kirk Cousins deal either, but I mean, you work with somebody will pay yeah, you. Yeah, they pay him somebody another 30 million a year. What? Why is Kirk me getting another sixty million dollars? That's, that's the going rate for a starting quarterback, man. There that's it is. The worst. No, it's not the worst. I mean, think about the and, way we. And I don't have a problem with the devaluing of the running back. I have a problem with the franchise tag. Period. I, I, I don't think I don't think there should be a franchise and a transition tag. I don't think you should be able to do it twice. Well, they got rid of the transition um, tag. In a, in a new CBA, they got rid of the transition tag. So now it's only the franchise well, tag. Yeah. And I, like I said, I, I'm I'm cool with the franchise tag one time, but the problem with running backs is, and before it was like you never would draft a running back in the first round. Now it makes sense to draft a running back in the first round because you get the fifth year option. Yep. 
that you can plug in there, which the running back is going to take because he ain't about to give up that money. And now you can franchise tag him for two more years. Now he's in the league seven years, and you can throw him away. And he never got an actual guaranteed big deal. From a business standpoint, that makes sense, but that's not what we're talking about. It makes perfect sense. Like, I have no problem with the organization doing it. I have a problem with the system. The people taking advantage of the system are doing what they got to do. What well, is the owner-driven systems, and it's never going to change. Well, no. I mean, the CBA, the CBA. So, all right. We never really talked about the, them accepting the CBA. And I think the reason why we never talked about it is because it's, to me, it's too in-depth for me to talk about. Um, I know basic stuff like, you know, your your lower players are getting paid more. You know, the you know people are getting paid more on the back end, but a lot of the more expensive players didn't want to do it because they're going to add a 17th game, and then they're going to add another playoff team. So unless you're the number one seed, you don't get a buy in first round. I don't necessarily care about that. To me, I just thought it was weird that. The second team, who was the first loser, got to buy too, but it's what it is. Um, I, that doesn't bother me. The 17th game, honestly, doesn't bother me. I understand what they're saying, how the the um, the body and what it's going through and stuff like that. But f- for some people, the 17th game is about that money. And, you know, I, th- I just thought it was weird that the only people saying no... To it where you're super the players who we are getting paid a lot of money you know and I also thought it was kind of awesome that a couple linemen came out was like yeah I, I like the CBA you know a couple people not a lot of them but a lot of your less, some of your less known players like this is a good CBA we need to accept it because the the CBA from what I understand and both of y'all can quote me if I'm wrong. It did not favor those who get paid a lot of money. You know, it didn't favor your 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 quarterbacks. You mean favor as in getting paid more? Or does, are they losing money? They're not losing money, but they have to play an extra game. And their thing okay. was, like, well, we don't want to subject our body to another game. And my first thought was, you're a quarterback. <laughs> I and I mean, yeah. like, and I understand, but... If Lyman, what if you're a running back? Well, yeah. Like we just talked about your devalue. Now you got a whole other game of car crashes to go through. And, and let's say you're a running back on a bad team. You're on a running back that's been out the playoff hunt since week 12. Now you got another game to play. Well, yeah. see, and that's, and that's what I was saying. Like, I didn't hear any running backs come out and say this was a bad deal. I didn't have any come out and say it was a well, good deal. You know you know why they're not going to come out and say it's a bad deal? Because they still want to get a contract. Yeah. And also, but I had... You, still, you don't, you don't want to be the rebel player coming out and, and being against something because you like the NFL is the easiest league to get blackballed. Yeah, but I did hear some some linemen come out and say offensive line was like, yeah, it's a good deal. We should take it. Yeah. And I was like, you know, real talk, there are like three positions that I was gonna listen to on this. Running backs, offensive line, and defensive line. If they say this is a good deal, then everybody else can just go kiss it. Because to me, they do the most work out of anybody on the field. I get that. I mean, what do you? How do you feel about that, Tico? Is that a fair? Well, let me let me tell you why the offensive linemen say yes to a deal like this. Because if you look around the NFL, you know who has the position that has the most people on the minimum contract. 
it's the linemen. So the linemen are like, yes, our backup and third string guard is going to get 200000 more. So yes, we're cool with it. So of course they're good with it. Now, your upper echelon linemen aren't probably thrilled and enthused to play another game. They're probably like, oh, no, I don't want to. Can you imagine being a Dolphins lineman playing an extra game? <laughs> yeah, but I, but I also <laughs> say this. You know, that extra game could also be used if you're out of the playoffs in week 13. The chance of the chance of and you're a good offensive lineman and there's no way you can make the playoffs. If you feel like you don't want to play, the chance of you not playing in the game 17 is very high. Unless the contract. Tell you why that's also not a good thing, because if you, quote unquote, don't play because you're like, oh, I'm sore. Body, don't from body. Now you get the label of injury problem. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Now they look at games played versus games you were available. But I guess what I'm saying is some coaches may be like, let me look at these other guys to see if they're worth keeping. And so, you know what? Coaches don't get paid to develop people. Coaches get paid to get another win. So no coach, even that coach outside the playoffs who's 2-13 and 13 right now, they're still trying to win that other game because they don't want to be 2-15. and 15. Yeah. So if you think the coach has some allegiance to these players, that's not the way the system's built, bro. Like they're not. There's no loyalty in this game, man. It's all about my job. But uh, there's no coach out there because the coach has even less job security than the player. But I guess what I'm saying is he's not there trying to get an extra L. Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying just to protect your needs. Yeah, I hear you, but I guess what I'm saying is if you have the playoff hunt, your linemen probably aren't that good anyway. <laughs> I mean, you you can say that, but I'm, I'm not saying they're not they're not elite. If you're, if, unless if you're, you're Joe if Thomas, you have the playoff hunt, if you have the playoff hunt, chances are you don't have a good quarterback. Yeah, and if you don't have a good quarterback, it really don't matter how good your line is. That's true. Baker Mayfield, because Cleveland, oh, I think the year Cleveland didn't win a game, they had two offensive linemen in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, Joe Thomas was a beast. I don't know who the other one was, but Joe Thomas was a beast. I think it was their guard. I think he had two linemen in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, but Joe Thomas was a beast. It wasn't his fault. And it's not the quarterback was yeah, getting sacked. Joe Thomas would have wanted to play that 17th game? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He played like 16 seasons. So, I don't know. I mean, I just think that. He also retired at like 29 because his body no, was Joe crazy. Thomas retired at like play. 32, man. Joe Thomas has been yeah, in the league like for like 10 after. years. Yeah, he was a pro bowler for 10 years. Yeah. See, and realistically, 32. if he'd have played a 17th game every year, he would have cost himself a year of career. And he would have retired when he was 31. I mean, honest. Like, I see what you're saying. But when it's all said and done, as far as I'm concerned, it is really up to them. I mean, I ain't winning. I ain't getting paid. And once again, I, I, me and you have had this argument offline. The players are in a position where they can't win. But if they turn it down, but you heard what was coming out. Because if, because, because if they turn it down and they threaten to go on strike, the strike will last, you know, what, six, seven weeks because players can't afford it. And popular opinion, you know, us, the people who want to watch football, we're going to take the owner's side because we want that damn football. I mean. And we're going to be like, we can't we can't imagine, man, I wish somebody would give me millions of dollars to go play a game because that's the simplistic BS that we tell ourselves because we always out here counting somebody else's money when we don't realize how much they're putting their body through to get that million dollars. And yeah, it's cool to say, 
I will play this game for a million dollars. But yeah, you don't still want to be able to walk when you're 40. Some of these dudes can't. True. Well, let me ask you. Would you have would you have said yes or no to it? I would have said no. Why? Because if you're going to lecture me about player safety and tell me how much you're trying to make this game safer and then you're going to tell me you want me to play more real football, then I'm going to say, hey, you're, you're fraudulent and you're really just trying to get another regular season game and another playoff game so you can pad your pocket. Don't pretend you care about me. I think what they should have done, and I, and I will agree with that, they took away one preseason game. I would have taken away two preseason games. Well, if you take away two preseason games, they would they would have passed for another regular season. Well, game. I mean, but that's crazy, and that's what I'm saying. I, I think, and that's what's going to happen in the next CBA. The next CBA, they're going to be fighting for that 18th game. You know, say we're going to take another preseason game away. And I think, and, but when it's all said and done, the fault is in the NLPA, NFLPA. You know, I guess everybody's now understanding that. The problem ain't with the NFLPA. The problem is the NFLPA can't win because of public opinion. And football is so popular and so engraved in our Sunday lifestyle that the popular opinion always gives the advantage to the owners. The owners are always in a position of power. So how did basketball win? Because basketball actually has other outlets for people to go. If basketball were to say, if the Basketball Players Association would be like, hey, we're not going to agree to these terms. There's a lot of people that can go make money in other places. Where are these football players going to go to make money? Not Canada. There's nowhere. It's He's right about the that. Bottom tier oh, players. Especially the bottom tier players. Where are they going to go? Nowhere. 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 A bottom team NBA player can go overseas and make six figures. I got a brother that's proof. <laughs> yep. Sure. How's he doing, by the way? People, we back over. His league was like the last Euro league that canceled. Ah. <laughs> so he's back home now? Yep. Cool. Tell him I said what's up. All right. So I guess we're going to go ahead and put a pin in this because, you know, this is where you agree to disagree. And I think we all have different opinions on this. I mean, to be, to be perfectly honest with you, I could care less. I mean, I just think. I mean, at the end of the day, I, don't, I could care less either, but I just real, I just know that these negotiations are fraudulent. I just. In my opinion. My issue with the whole thing was I felt like either. Everybody should have said something or nobody should say anything as far as how they're voting. And I felt like once they came, the the big money people came out and started saying, you should say no. It was almost like a bully tactic to the guys who don't make money to say no. You know, that sort of thing. And I felt that that was wrong. I, I felt like they could have handled that better than that and they didn't. So that's my only like beef with that. I just felt like, I felt like, Dude. Well, I actually agree with you that I feel like no, I think no player should have publicly voiced any of yeah. I think I think all the players should have agreed to just be like, hey, we ain't going to comment on it good, bad, and just whether you agree with it or not, we just ain't going to comment. Yeah. Because that's the only way they can have less. Yeah, and that's the problem. And because they did comment, you, I'm sorry, you force people in a position where you just force people in a position where they had to make a decision and some people came out in public you know some people were forced to be like yes you should accept it even though they were lesser known players but you know one guy did it because he was like I felt like there should have been a voice out there that said yeah it's okay to accept it you know but when it's all said and done if they're not a united front and that's what that's what doomed them and until they get to a point and it's very difficult in the NFL apparently 
to become a united front. I mean, they never will. Yeah, and that's why they always fail. Because in basketball... And the NBA doesn't have to be a united front either because the NBA, you just need your star on board. Yeah, but usually if you get your... Because if LeBron, if LeBron Chris Paul, and Carmelo get together and say something, that's what it is. Yeah. And in football, you don't, they thought they had that, but they really don't. But also, it could have been just the messengers. Some of the messengers, like J.J. Watt, you think will be a good messenger? Apparently, he is not. So, eh. You know, what are you going to do? But we're going to shift from NFL and sports and stuff to go to something a little bit more personal. So, everybody is kind of stuck in the house doing things. And so, what I want to do, I want us to talk about... Um, if you had 10 favorite shows that you're binge watching or you watch on a regular basis or that sort of thing, just to give um, the people out there something to maybe listen to, I mean, to watch, because there are a couple of things like on my list that um, I'm a fan of. You may, Some people may not like it, but some people may be like, you know, I should try that. So what we'll do, we'll go around the room and we'll give two at the beginning. And then we'll just keep going around the room until we're done with our list. Now, with I said 10. I don't have 10. I don't think AG has 10. You got 10, Moby? Man, you know I ain't got 10. <laughs> <laughs> and the chances are some of ours will probably be the same anyway. So I'll go ahead and start. So uh, season two is about to come out sometime this summer. I think that's what they said. Um... But the Amazon, the Amazon original, The Boys, ten episodes of awesome. I keep hearing the same thing. I need to get it because right now I have Amazon Prime because Yo. of Jack Ryan. Five yeah. minutes, man. First five minutes. If yep, you in first five yeah. minutes, I have to co-sign on yeah. that. Yeah, after the first five minutes, you stuck. You watching it because you're trying to figure out why what just happened Correct. and why. In the first five minutes, you you the interview you yeah. out because my wife was out within the first. <laughs> wow. Five was, okay. I was all in. Okay. Oh, I went all in. First five minutes, I was like, I'm, I'm it. This is it. Like, literally, I think one night I went to, I had to get up at eight. I went to bed at like three because I couldn't stop watching it. And, but I know I had to go to bed. It's like that? Yo. Okay. Like I'm, I said, yo, like I'm watching Jack Ryan right now. So I have Amazon Prime. I heard for Jack time. Ryan's good. It's dope. I'm in season I to, two. It's I have dope. to cop that. But yeah, man, the boys are definitely, you know, if you got Amazon. Now, I will say this. There's some profanity. There's some blood. There's some violence. A little bit of sexual stuff. It's not, it's not, it's not a kid superhero It's definitely show. not a kid superhero show. No. Like, children under 17 shouldn't watch it. If you don't like gore, don't watch it. If you like... Um, it's good storytelling. I think storytelling story is excellent. Okay. Um, now, with that being said, the funny thing is, I, I, we were talking off the air, AG, that... I watched Shaft today. Oh, yeah. 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 The dude who plays his son in Shaft is in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's awesome. And he kills his role. His hey, role oh, is good. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I can't, I can't wait till season two comes out. It's coming out this summer. Fall. I think it's Oh, because like, I was thinking season two was already available. No. So it's just the first season oh right now. God. Yeah. It's, but, man. Okay. Yo, I'm going to check it out. I'm like, going to check it out. Like, if if Boo Love can stand, you ain't gonna just watch no. one episode, man. You're not just gonna watch one. Well, I know I can probably stand it, but Boo Loving, uh, nah. I don't know, man. Five minutes. 
You give it. That's we, the test. That's the test. If she can get past five minutes, she's in. Based on what my coworkers have told me, she can't handle it. Because <laughs> my coworkers, hey, look, my wife I, was out, man. She, I, I, she started watching with me, and then she was like, "Nope, can't do this." Exactly. And every periodically, she would come in and be like, "What's going on?" And I'd be like, "Hey," and then something else would happen. She'd be like, "Yeah, I'm out." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because it was a good story. She wanted to hear the story. She wanted to see the story. She just didn't want, you know, they graphic with yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. They, man. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah. They did some stuff that you never thought would ever be done. <laughs> I That's was saying weak. a lot. That's saying a lot. I was weak with okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think it was like episode one, episode three, episode five, weak. And then when you get to episode eight, nine, and 10, make sure you carve out enough time because you're not going to want to stop watching it. So that's going to catch me for the next Isn't three hours. Is it 10 episodes, Tika? I mean, yeah, it's 10. 10, yeah. Yeah, I think it's 10. I think it so is 10. when you get to episode eight, go ahead, carve out three hours of your day. Because I'm not going to want to stop. Wait, sir. <laughs> I watched the whole season in two days. I watched it in about three or four. I had to space mine. Okay. But one through seven, whatever. Eight, nine, ten, you must watch together. I must. You're not going to help it. You can't help it. Yeah, it's pretty much a movie. It's pretty yeah. much a movie at the end. They've done all the background yeah. for you, and then it's just a movie. Episode wow. eight is when it gets when it when it gets going, okay. and like you want to, it goes off. You want to put it down, but you can't. <laughs> I can't. You gonna move to number nine? Wow. Okay. And then number nine come. You can't. Can't do it. Gonna move to ten, and then you gonna be like, you left me on this. <laughs> That's how I was at the end of episode 10. Moby, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I was pretty much like that. In one of my other shows, I'm going to say, I was pretty much like that on in the last episode, too. Like, dang, how you going to leave me like this? Wow. Okay. Yo, I'll check it out. It's dope. I'll check it out. Um, my next one is a fan favorite. And I respect this. I respect this dude because it took a long time for him to get to this point. Okay. Wild and out. It's funny. It's always been funny. Yeah, but you know, like, if you watch, like, the first, like, six seasons compared to what's coming on now, you could tell it was a testing ground. It's, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I never good. felt that way. I haven't I'm seen it in years. It, yeah. Nah, man. What's coming on now blows this first six, seven seasons out of the water. What's the difference? I mean, so, honestly, a lot of it is a lot of the people have matured through the show. Okay. Not like mature, that's why I get better stuff, but not like I get older. But like Chico Bean, Anthony Chico Bean, in the early episodes, he was he was whatever. Now it's turned up to a thousand. Okay. And then he's brought on some new people. Okay. That's changed the energy a little bit to the positive. And I mean it's and then the games that they've come up with now okay. are so involving. In my opinion, I'm gonna have to check this out. I haven't seen it in. I mean, I watched an episode or two in the first season. I haven't seen it since. Oh then. God, man, if, man, you gonna be like this is the first, if you watch the like literally, I watched they showed an episode, they showed season six episode the other day. I was like, this is terrible. Like the lighting's terrible. You can tell that MTV two didn't give them no money. Okay, and then as when as VH1 as you- took over, they gave them some money. Okay, because I was going to ask you if it was still on MTV or not. Uh, I was on VH1. They play a thing like four times a week. Really? Yeah, they, it comes on a new episode on Sundays, a new episode on Tuesdays, and they play like 10 hours straight 
Okay. Like literally on Sundays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, they play Wild well Night all day. Just over and night. over again. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's, but it's good. It's good stuff. Nick Cannon has definitely grown in his role of being joked on okay. and being able to take it. Okay. He's. I mean, they look, man. They had. But I thought you could respond too. You can't. Well, he, he can. Okay. But I mean, when they drop a Mariah joke, man, you can only do See, so that's, much. Oh, they go there. Oh, they do shit go there. Ouch. Yo. Ouch. Like he's got an obscene amount of humility in that show, yeah. man. That's why I respect him so much. Yeah. He he be taking it. No well, I would think that's crossing the line, ain't it? I mean, he, everything's up for grabs. Okay, and that's. What, I mean, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure it was discussed beforehand, though, because you know they all tight. Yeah, I mean, he's probably just like, he's like, look, man, do what you got to do as long as it's funny. If not, I'm gonna come back. You know, and he he comes back to them like he flashes back, so it's not like it's a situation in which, um, you know, he just cowers up. But there's sometimes it's hilarious. Okay. And then it's sometimes it's womp. But it's more hilarious than womp. Okay. And honestly, I never thought I'd ever say this. But I don't know who DC Young Fly was before that show. Okay. I guess he did Vines or whatever. Okay. Or YouTube stuff. That dude's funny. Okay. That dude's real funny. I'll check it out. I'll and check I mean, it out. You know, and then, you know, there just, there are some episodes, like, I have like, 20 on my DVR because sometimes I, I can't watch it when it comes on but there's some episodes I have up there because they're the funniest things I've ever seen <laughs> and if I want to laugh I will go back to it and just die like there's a one of his games like the family reunion okay yeah. this dude took off this person this dude's wig yo <laughs> this guy had a wig he had a he had like a a high top fro. Okay. It was a wig, dog. Wow. Jokes for days. Yo. He was like, <laughs> he was like, something about Atlanta and the entertainment capital. And he's like, I don't know dudes out here were doing wigs. And he yanked that joint off, yo. Weak. <laughs> <laughs> like, they panned the crowd. And, like, the one thing I knew is there was this white dude in the front row, and he just put his hand in his face, man. Wow. He was just like, oh. It it, it was the worst. It was so funny. Okay. So funny. Okay. I'll check it out. So, what do you got? I got two. What's your two, AG, so far? Well, my first one is one uh, my wife turned me on to because she wanted to watch it. And I was like, eh, I'm not really sure about this, but, you know, we'll go and do it anyway. <laughs> and this show is called, it's a CBS show. If you don't have CBS All Access or you're not home to watch it, it's hard to see. But it's called Evil. I've heard about that. Man, these people going around. Luke Cage doing, is in that. Yeah, they doing exorcism. Look, it's not, if your spirit is not just so, you don't need to see it. Oh, word? Man, dude, it's deep, man. Wasn't it on TV at one time and oh, then it's they turned off? No. It's, oh, well, it's it just had on? the one season. It just oh, had the one season. And it came on like at 10. It came on late. I don't know when it came on because I have CBS All okay. Access, so I watched it whenever. But I'm just saying, they would do, I mean, the way, I have never seen an exorcism done on TV to movie level. Ooh. And then they took it to the next level. Ooh. It's hardcore, man. 
Nah, I don't want to see that. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. It's not for everybody. Nah, I don't do that. I don't man. do horror and stuff like that. Yeah, no. exactly. We were talking about that off air, and I'm nah. telling you, man, that show. But it's very good. It's very good. Um, and my next one is more CBS All Access. This show called Bob Hart's Abishola. There. You remember? You remember? Um, what was this show? Oh my goodness! What was that show? Mm-hmm. Oh, Mike and I, Molly. Wait, you remember I, Mike and Molly? Yeah, I've heard. I've heard of that show. That's when the dude, the Mike, the Mike character. I guess yeah. he's a different character in this. Yeah. But he falls in love with his maid or something. Next. No, door. he falls. He falls in love with. He has a he has a mild heart attack. Yeah. And he falls in love with his nurse. Oh, okay. But she's like a 5'10", 5'11", African woman. Oh. Like, for real. And But he loved him from her. So it kind of goes on that. Cultural differences, male-female. And she don't like him that, like that. She does. Oh. But she has her own issues. She's a mean girl, actually. It's oh. hard for me to watch because she's so mean. Oh. But anyway, he it's a good show. It's funny. It's okay. funny. Interesting. What you got, Mo? Um, all right, man. I went on a, a Netflix binge this guy. for this show like about a week ago, and it hurt my heart because I was towards the end of it. And then I got the alert on my phone that they canceled season two because of the COVID nineteen and where they had to film everything. But it's a it's a show that came out on Netflix called Messiah. Messiah. I don't have. Why does that so sound awesome. familiar? Who's in that? Because they advertise. I can't even. Uh, these actors' names are never my strong suit. But basically, the premise is, like, in the trailer they'll watch, it be like, will he convert you? And then it takes the V-E-R-T and says, con you. Basically, it's a dude that rises in Middle East America during the middle of a war. It's, it's modern day. And he gets a following, and they call him Al Messiah. And basically, the whole premise of the 10 episodes is, you're bouncing around trying to realize is this guy really like the profit return or is he really just a con artist? In every episode, it's like you get both sides of what could be. And man, the, the way the show ended just hurt my heart that season two is canceled because you finally think, okay, yeah, this dude's a con artist. And then the whole miracle thing happens at the end. He's in a plane crash. And, like, you don't know what happens. So I'm like, oh, so is he alive? Is he not? I mean, there's a scene where he's walking across. He's literally walking on water. And then they have other people trying to explain that his, he was raised by a magician. So he's a master of illusion. What? Like, the whole premise of the show just bounces back and forth because there'll be a scene that comes. And you'll be like, yeah, man, this guy is really... He's really just a prophet. And they kind of like, oh, no, this dude is just conning everybody. And the whole premise is just around how the whole world, small town Texas, all the way to D.C., Middle East, is wrestling around the idea, is this really the prophet return? And he's transcending religions. Like, he, they said he was misquoting Muhammad because he's all talking about unity between Christians and Muslims. Like, he's like, my father doesn't care. Wow. Okay. Not- the show, the show is, is, is deep and it's awesome, and I couldn't turn it off. And then I got that alert that they couldn't film season two, so they canceled it, I- and I was just upset because when they leave season one, was just like you can't leave it there. 
Okay. And I know what you're talking about, too, because I saw, I remember the trailer. I was trying to remember because I thought that's what you were talking about. And Ruben just showed it to me. Yeah, it looked good, but I didn't. I didn't. I had so much stuff to watch. The show was awesome. Okay, the the characters in the show, every actor nailed their roles. Every every character you like and love at the same time because they show the good and they show the imperfection, and you see how they're wrestling with it. It, It's one of the best shows I've ever been watched, character wise, because every character I could see myself in. Wow. Okay. Now I gotta watch that because I was I was on the fence about it, but now I gotta watch it. And they, I mean, like literally two days ago, I was in the middle of the last episode. My phone alert. I scroll over. Sorry, season two can't because my phone apparently knows what I'm doing, which kind of scares me. <laughs> so it was like my phone was letting me know, hey, bro, don't get in too deep on this last episode because it's just it. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, that would weird me out too, man. When it's like a certain day, yeah, it totally weird me out because I look and I'm like season two. Like, how you know what I'm doing? Like, yeah, this? man. And like, it'd be like, yeah, you know, this comes on today, and I was like, how do you know this? I've never told you this. What is going on? Because I got your information, buddy. I mean, you know, but yeah, that's my first show. My other show, um, I'm about to watch season two on Netflix, but I watched season one on TV, and it was all American. I really love that show. Uh, I've watched a couple episodes of that. That's I mean, interesting. It was a dope show, man. The characters in it were all cool. And I know a couple people who said they watched season two and they're like, it's even better than season one. So I'm about to go all in on that. But season one was great. I love the characters. I love how they show him wrestling between, you know, his hood and then going to the, the school to better himself. I mean, the premise has been done several times before, but I thought they well, they did it executed well. I mean, it was well executed. Okay. I heard a lot of good things about it. That's one of the ones I was kind of interested in, too. Now, wait a minute. You said one one season is on Netflix and the other one is where? All-American just well, finished. No, both seasons are on Netflix. Yeah. Both, both seasons are on Netflix now, but I originally started watching it was on TV, and I totally missed season two on TV, but now it's on Netflix. It's on okay. CW. So okay. They moved That's it to, where they moved it was. moved to Monday nights at 8. Right, because we got that app on our Apple That's TV. That's why I missed it. And now Roswell is <laughs> on, and Black Lightning's gone, too, so. I never got. I never got a chance to watch that at all. Was it yeah. good? Black Lightning is awesome. And they canceled it. No, it's just the season's over. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You, okay. I, I'm gonna get into that later. Okay. But I want to stop for a second because as I'm scrolling through my phone, things just pop up. So, some lady got charged thirty five thousand dollars. Wait a minute. Let me change that. I can't read. She got charged after coughing on thirty five thousand dollars worth of produce at a grocery store. Yeah. Ula was telling me about in that. Pennsylvania. <laughs> she was charged with felony counts of terrorist threats. Yeah, threats to use a biological agent and criminal mischief. Yeah, she was also surprised somebody didn't charge her with a blood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was also charged with misdemeanor counts of criminal attempt to commit retail theft and disorderly conduct. She went to the store, threatened staff while she was sick, and intentionally coughed and spat on merchandise. Wow! Then she tried to steal a. 12 pack of beer from the store <laughs> before being ordered to leave her bail instead of 50 G's. Wow. Man, I can't imagine being in the store having that happen because she would in, she would intentionally got some gloved hands. Yeah. And they threw away all the produce and employees were forced to clean, forced to clean, disinfect everything. Yo, I mean, she just got an accidental, as they walk her out, she just would have got an elbow in the, you know, solar plexus. <laughs> Wouldn't have been no accident. Hey, man, you know how cops be accidentally running into the wall? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I would have got one of those. 
I mean, yo, really? Like, only in Pennsylvania, man. Man, I, only in Pennsylvania. I swear that she would have got some. I swear she'd have got some intentional hands, and I would have claimed self defense. Yo, she wouldn't have done that in Hampton. <laughs> Certainly would have done it in Newport News. Oh man, could she at Walmart? Yeah, she'd have got beat down. <laughs> she would have. She would have met us. Surprise! Somebody been charged with a butt whooping. Like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta wait for the police to get here, bro. We gonna we gonna do a citizens beat down. Citizens justice. Gee, man, yo. I mean, a smack around, yo. $50,000 on bear? $35,000 of, of produce? I could. That's yeah. the first thing that would have happened before she got out. <laughs> I need you to pay this $35,000. Oh, you ain't got it? You can sit in jail till you get it. That's right. You get three meals in a day and you get a girlfriend. What's up? Pennsylvania, man, stop it. You better grow it back or something. Man, see they nice up in PA, bro. Are they? They can't do it, man. She would come on, man. Newport News. <laughs> no, it'd have been a homicide up in that. Piece I know, show. right? You're right. It'd have been her and a bunch of people getting arrested because they would have beat her down. <laughs> do you think she would actually get anybody would have got arrested for doing that? I mean, they would have got arrested because like I, I, I claim self-defense, man. Exactly. She called for my produce, man. That was a personal attack on exactly. me. Exactly. If you spit on somebody, it's an assault. So if you threatening me with um a what is it? It's global, yeah, global terrorism. You threatening me with a, a, a unidentified agent? Not wrong. No, man, I, I got to mess you up now. I Not mean, wrong. Not that's wrong. just like fighting somebody in the face, yo. <laughs> you can't do that, especially these days. Yeah, you fought <laughs> my face, man. It's fighting. That's fighting. Man, you fought, you fought somebody's face the worst they can get is pink eye. I mean, you cough on my food with COVID-19, you mess around kill my grandma. I got I to gotta mess around uh, and take your whole life yeah. out. I mean, you ain't, nothing that you own will ever be safe. Ever? Would Ever. you take out your machete for that? Hey, man, you might get something else for that. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to go straight Rambo style on wow. that. First Blood Part 24. You're going to see me in your, in, in your bushes with, with face paint on. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying she would not have had a pleasurable afternoon. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. But I digress. <laughs> so back to my list. Yo, I can't get enough of the show, man. It just ended on CBS. And I don't really mess with the last four seasons because I just can't. But Criminal Minds, yo, that is my show, dog. Criminal Minds. You said Mind. it wasn't as good. And yeah, Moby, what's the deal with Shamar Moore, man? What are you talking about, man? I don't think he's a very talented actor, man. This is my personal opinion of wow. him. I don't have any real will towards the man. And it's Hondo on SWAT. I'm not really moved by any character. I like but. SWAT too. It's, it didn't make my list, but I like SWAT. But uh, yo, Criminal Minds, yo. I don't I don't like horror, man. I don't But that's it, not horror though. Yes and no. There's some episodes yeah, I, I can't I watch. Call that horror. Yeah, but there's some episodes I can't watch, man. Like what? Like the one the one that came on today, they were doing exorcism. I can't do it. Okay, I'll give you that. I, I didn't know they do were that. doing that kind of thing. Oh, man, that was like season four, son. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it comes on it's <laughs> they come on re reruns on Monday, Tuesday, and Saturday. What on Ion? Ion's on Monday and Tuesday. Okay. And it comes on We on Saturday. We TV on Saturday. Oh, my goodness. Yo, I can't. It's crazy because I can't get enough of it, man. Criminal Minds. Computer came back. Computer. Uh, Criminal Minds is awesome. It's just, it's so mental. It is. And, you know, some people deserve to die. So explain to me why Shamar Moore is on the cast, man. Like, God. Look, man, this is what. 
Look, I'm telling you. He got you. on that cast when he was young and he was on Young and the Restless and they needed a young black man to be on this cast to bring in the black women and the black people. And Shamal Moore was it, man. <laughs> and you know what? It worked for some people. You can't tell me he was the only person available, man. Like, but see, here's the thing. He's so dry he was, in every character he's ever played. He's he was so available. Dry. He was probably cheap. Well, in the beginning, I mean, he was I cheap. In the beginning, plus, he was. I give you that. Plus, I give you that. Towards the end, he got his sense. And plus, man, you didn't watch well, Young and the Wrestlers, though. Did you watch Young and the Wrestlers? No. Exactly. Shamal Moore was dope on Young and the Wrestlers, man. He was. I mean, and I mean, the only reason why I know is because when we ate dinner, Mom would watch your stories while we were trying to eat dinner. <laughs> Are you serious? On the VHS, dog. <laughs> she would sit, and, and Dad would be sitting there. I'm just like, you not stopping this? We not watching the news or something else? We got to watch this. And he'd just be eating his food, man. I mean, there's, there's just sometimes where Dad was like, whatever. Yeah. I can see eating. that. Man, he's a he's a, a married man. You learn to pick your battles, you bro. Go. Like, is this what I got to do for the next hour to make you happy? Yeah, man. Exactly. Ooh. I'm saying, Pigs, he trying to stay married. Yeah. I said just, that to Ruben. I said that to Ruben like about two hours ago. He ain't believe me. Yo, and we used to watch it, man. And him and um that St. John's dude who passed away like a year and a half ago. Um, you know, they're the only black people on the show. And sure. It was just like, you know, and then they got some black women on the show. And you know, Shamal was doing his thing. He was he was he was a slut. I mean, but it was, it's just what well, it was. I, I, I'm sorry, I guess I've never got to see Shamal Moore actually do anything worthwhile acting wow. wise. Wow. As it as it currently stands, I've never seen him do anything acting wise worthwhile. But but he was not the only reason why that show was good. Let's just be real. I mean, I'm, so look, I don't mind the show. I've watched I've dabbled into it. It's, it's a good show. So let's let's let me, it's, it's not law and order SU, SVU or anything. Nah, but I mean, that was good. late on the list. We got Law and Order SVU is my jam. Okay. As disgusting and crazy as that show but we, is. But we love the drama. It man. is my We'll talk about it now. Who's the show been on? Like 22 years? 21 years. 21? Okay. I thought I knew that what show is my. Yo, the first 10 seasons are trash. What? I didn't like Stable. Yo, they're not trash, man. I didn't like Stable, yo. They're not trash, man. Well, who does the like? problem was, it was, it was too Stable centric the first two seasons. Yeah, the first couple and seasons too much Stable, man. with the most depth. Yeah. Because now, now people are saying he's too Benson heavy, and I think ben, they do a good job of balancing Benson and the other people. Sometimes I think he's too much of the story, but I mean anything's better than that blonde chick that's up there now because her character is terrible. So, terrible, I mean, but she's all flawed and everything. What's wrong with her? She got a gambling problem and like family issues. Yo, what? And she got like two kids. But two kids. When did that come up? Yo, she got a second kid now, man. I didn't know she had the first yeah, one. Yeah, she got a second kid. Yeah. She had the first one like four seasons ago. It's not my pro- I don't have a problem with her portrayal of the character. She does a dang good job portraying the yeah, character. I-, I just hate the character. <laughs> yeah, that character's <laughs> trash, yeah. Like she does matter of fact, I'm giving her a compliment by saying I hate her character. But yo, because she's so good at playing the character, it gets an emotional response. <laughs> right? Okay, I get that. I get. I totally get that because I didn't really like her character to begin with, and I only saw it a few times because she was just on the show when I just stopped watching. So, like the first couple of years, they were trying to feel themselves out, and I agree with Moby. Too much Stabler. I still remember the episode when they caught her daughter. They caught his daughter like um, high in a in a like near a murder or something, and that was crazy. That like sounds he, familiar. He lost his mind with that. Yeah, that's when you find out she has mental health issues. Yeah. Nah, she was an addict, but basically. Um, oh, no, no. It, it turns into mental health issues later. Did it? That's right, it did. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Stavis just had too much going on, man. His I wife. Don't touch my SVU now, yeah, son. His wife left him, and then he, she, she did? came back. Yeah, man, it was he was just going through it, man. They would beat him up. Then he had the affair with the other chick, who um who replaced Benson for like four or five episodes. It was it was too much, man. He couldn't deal. Yeah, man. I don't know if you called that an affair. I mean, you know, he, he hit that, yo. I mean, that, hey, that's more than he did with Benson. Did, did they show him hit it? Did Did you see him? Oh hit my it? goodness! Now we're proving this in the court of law. <laughs> Look, man, R. Kelly's grandma won't dare with a video. Yeah, Johnny Cochran over here. <laughs> he said, "Did you see him hit it?" <laughs> I'm just saying they couldn't show that on TV. But they did kiss more than him and Benson ever did. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I mean, for all you know, they just had a late night cuddle session, man. Yeah, I mean, man, it wasn't inappropriate, but I mean, look. It was still inappropriate. I'm not about to go, you know. <laughs> You're not about to protect Stabler. No, I mean, I'm not going out on a limb. I'm just saying, you know, I don't want to see somebody get falsely accused, man. Oh, hey, my shut goodness. But <laughs> well, yeah, man. And then that chick was crazy. And then end up coming back to old girl. I mean, it was just, it was a, it was a mess, man. Like, I was glad that he left. And then Benson became sergeant. And then, you know, she adopted a kid. And then, um, I thought she became captain. Captain, whatever. I don't know what her term is, actually. No, I think, I think she's, she's, she's just sergeant. Sergeant? Okay. Yeah. But she's in charge of the SVU. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, and then, of course, you know, through all this, Ice T's character, Finn, you know, finds out his son, his son is gay. And then he getting married. And he's, not knowing not what to do, and then he's got a grandchild. And he's like, "I'm the greatest grandfather ever," and he's just like, <laughs> "I want to take the sergeant's exam." And yeah, it's crazy. Like, but I love SVU, man. Who does? There's nothing on that show I can't watch. But that's because in all the things that you just described, you ain't talked about none of the crimes that they talk about because the show ain't even about the crime. No, that's the backdrop. It's about these well, characters' interactions with the people who are doing the well, crime. some of the crimes. They went through a, a series like two years when they were pulling stuff from the headlines, like when they did the fake Chris Brown Rihanna thing. Yeah, I mean that was kind of whack. I mean, first of all, I think the best cameo on that show was Ludacris. Though Ludacris character up there was crazy. Oh yeah, he was like nobody's ever forget about me, and I was like, yo, dude, that's like the greatest actor you ever did ever. He was yeah, serious. I was about to say, I was like, dang, Ludacris convinced me that he could act in that. I mean, that's how he got on Fast and the Furious, probably. Cause he was, cause he ended up being. Got in with that. It was another movie he did before. Can't remember. What he was, it was in called, Gamer. It was, he was in the movie Gamer. I saw it the other night, and I was like, "Why is Ludacris here?" <laughs> yeah. Cause he got that check. <laughs> That's a good reason to be there. Get that, that check, please. I mean, you know, <laughs> hey man, it's Fast and Furious Nine, which isn't coming out till next year. Sad face, but the two black guys are still alive. Just saying. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. I mean, Tyrese said it first, his old crying self. Man. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. Criminal Minds, SVU. That's my next two. What you got, AG? Y'all should watch this stuff. Well, we do. I just haven't Not seen it you, in a long time. I'm just time. talking about, like, the people listening. We give you good stuff today. You All right, my Netflix? next one is like, okay, The Neighborhood. Is that funny? I haven't seen it. It took two episodes, but once once you get in it, it's it's funny. Wow, that's an episode and a half too long for me. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me more time than I would. Well, I, I, I give Tyler Perry a lot more time, so I'm kind of used oh. to giving him a little time. 
Yeah, bless your heart. Because <laughs> if you sit here telling me any of those Tyler Perry TV shows like Sisters and uh, Over Office, I can't mess with I you. I haven't all. seen that. I Good, haven't seen don't. Oval Office. I haven't seen Sisters. I can't bring myself to see either one of it. It looks terrible. Okay. Well, actually, we had this conversation. Nothing he's done in the last five years looks good. But I will say, and I'm sorry to interrupt, and that's not on my list. What's that? Mm, that BET show. Ah, it's about the fa- it's about a family, and it's got the Black Ghostbuster in it, and um, uh, Ernie Hudson. Yeah, he's like. They run this car dealership, like conglomerate, but he be doing drugs on the side. Ooh, that's a good show. I did watch it. I binge watched that one. I never never heard of that one. But The Neighborhood is good. It's funny. And The Mandalorian. Haven't seen it. You should check it out. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. I've heard we have a friend that's a huge fan of that. All I hear is a Baby Yoda, and I can't deal with it after that. It's more than Baby Yoda, but it's good. It's not. It's not even a. It's not even Baby Yoda. That's just what they calling it. Like he doesn't even have a name. That's why they call it Baby Yoda. You just hating on Star Wars, Ruben. I'm not a Star Wars guy. Uh, apparently, you're not. No, nope, I'm smart. Wow. Oh, so I'm dumb then, right? I didn't say that. You said you that. You kind of did. Nope, I didn't. So you're being petty right now. Uh, not yet. <laughs> I haven't been petty all day. Maybe it's time. <laughs> Just saying. I didn't know Star Wars brought out the worst in you. No, I, I just, it annoys me that everybody loves it and they think it's the greatest thing ever. And I'm just like, it's a good show, Star man. Star Wars isn't that great. It kind of is. It's all right. Oh, my goodness. Coming from the guy who inexplicably. I'm neutral. I'm neutral on Star Wars. Okay. Neutral is fine. I mean, after the, after the, the original first three, I can't do nothing else with it. <laughs> you mean four, five, and six? The original first three. <laughs> see, all you're doing is egging him on. Petty's going to come out before long. I think he wants to see it. I, I think just... he does too. <laughs> but we're not going to. We're not going to do that. Okay. Not yet. I'm trying to be nice today. Okay. I'm sorry. Go back. Also, oh, the Mandalorian. Yeah. Nah. Let's see. You know what? I didn't say anything about your shows. The family business. That's what it's called. Okay. Now, the, is the business the car dealership? Yeah. Okay. But they also be doing drugs behind. I got it. That, and that dude from Soul Food be up there, too. The Which former one? dancer now is an actor. Um, ah, Tigo, you know who that dude is. He used to be a choreographer. And um, then he became an actor. He was in Soul Food. Hold on, why well, guy know who he was because he was a choreographer? I don't know. Like, I just felt like you would know said, that. You said that, that, like, oh, you know all the choreographers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm going to leave that one alone. That's between y'all. <laughs> Darren Henson. All right, nobody knows him. I don't even know who you're talking about. Yo, Stuart Scott was in Soul Food, though. He was? That's what it says here. You mean the series or the, the movie? The series. Okay. I, he must okay. have had a guest spot. Okay. Weird. Whew. All right. What about you, Moby? Two more. Um. All right. Another Netflix one. Um. Just started watching it. Got so much free time, man. But um, Hip Hop Evolution is dope. What's that? It's four seasons, and basically it's just one dude. I guess he he basically just researches all these the evolution of hip hop. So we start. Like I've, I've watched a couple episodes. I, I started watching the season four, 
because it's dope because you don't have to watch it in any order. You can just watch the topic that you are interested in. He has an episode called Dirty South where he goes and finds the originators of basically all the Atlanta hip-hop sounds. Like he goes all the way back to people you've never even heard of and he basically works his way back up to modern day. And he interviews a lot of these people. Like in, in the Dirty South, he was interviewing Big Boy, um, Jermaine Dupree. Like, I mean, he just had a whole bunch of people and it's dope. And like, my favorite one so far has been the one about New Orleans hip-hop. Now, of course, you know Master P's in it, but he starts uh. farther back. He, he, he starts farther back into the, the whole bounce sound. And that whole bounce sound, craziest part, was actually a, a sample from a New York rapper song. Like from a group in New York that never got any shine, but it has like a, a, a breakdown part where Houston pretty much, I mean, New Orleans pretty much found it, loved it, and it's the evolution of the bounce sound. And y'all have heard it in almost every New Orleans bounce sound. And there's three dudes from New York who started it. That's funny. Wow. Because Manny Fresh, because Manny Fresh started pumping it in clubs Man, when he was a Man, DJ. And Manny Fresh, and his dad was a DJ. Manny Fresh is a dude, yeah. Because his, his dad was like one of the biggest DJs in New Orleans before him. Manny Fresh is a dude. I like that. Yes, dude. he is. And in that, in this hip hop evolution show, you get to see just how much of that dude he is. Nice. Okay. But like the hip hop evolution show is dope. Like I, I watched a couple episodes. My wife started watching it with me. She was like totally intrigued by it, and she's just a music fan anyway. But you know, we, we're on like all the southern episodes, and she's like, "I've never even heard of these people." And I'm looking like, "I didn't know what these people looked like, but I knew about these people." I mean, I'm a product of Savannah, Georgia, so I, I knew a lot of the underground hip hop people based on my cousins. But seeing them I'm like man I never seen this video I didn't know it had a video I didn't know who these people were nice like Juvenile started in a bounce song yeah I believe that crazy. Wow. wow and I flipped so by that a few times he, okay it's, it's like and the cool part is you can just go from season to season and go to an episode that interests you because you don't have to watch in order it's no order no rhyme or reason it's just different topics my other one is a show that I used to watch but I stopped watching now I'm going to binge watch to catch up was the blacklist i was a huge fan of the show first two seasons and then i just fell off like i just i got busy stopped watching my dvr recordings of it next thing i know i was like two and a half seasons behind and i just didn't have it in me to try to catch up but i mean now you know that i'm pretty much on voluntary lockdown i'm on house arrest right now <laughs> i mean i got time house arrest <laughs> dang yeah it's like that. house arrest <laughs> I mean, right now, I'm standing in front of my house right now. Like, man, I can't go. But so far, because I don't want my ankle monitor to go. Wow. That's somebody be like, hey, man, COVID-19 violation. Yeah, wow. stop it. That sounds funny. like some minority report stuff right there. Hey, man. <laughs> they see you before you do it. Exactly. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I was a huge fan. I thought I thought the character that Red played, I can't remember what the actor's name James is. James Spader. Like, he is one of the most interesting characters I've ever seen on TV. And like I'm actually excited to actually have time to catch up on it because I wanted to, and I just couldn't. I don't even know if the show still comes on. Well, I do know but they have all the seasons does, on like, Netflix. But uh, yeah, exactly. I know they're all up there now, so I know I'm at least like three and a half seasons behind, probably four. But I got time. You, you. That's all you got right now. <laughs> <laughs> all us locked up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely highly recommend. Hip Hop Evolution, you can go up there right now 
and just pick out something that interests you and it'll be like 45 minutes of something that you won't be able to turn off because it's so interesting just going through the history. Like, remember they were interviewing Mia X, man. What? Mia X, the best rapper what? in No Limit, they interviewed her. The lady? <laughs> man, stop it. Yes, yeah, so now I gotta watch it. I was a big fan of Master P and all that. The nah, the nah. I, mean, I was too, man. And I learned so, uh, I, I learned so many more interesting. Man, you know, in 1998, they dropped 26 albums in one year. Yeah, yeah. one a week. Yeah. That's crazy. They went yeah. to work. They went to but work. But I'm telling you, they still haven't dropped the one thing I need for them to drop, man. Which is? A lot of people remember, a lot of people don't know. But on every, for at least for the first couple of years, Every album that came out by No Limit, they always had one track that had like five to ten people on it. Collaboration tracks yes. because they had five producers, um, Beats by the Pound, yeah. and they would all collab. So, okay. and, and yo, do you know how the No Limit uh, make them say unsung happened? No. The beat, the, the beat came. Master P was like, "Yo, this is gonna be the song we gotta drop. We gotta drop this beat. It's gonna be big." He had his verse. He basically went in the studio. Everybody was at was like, yo, I know everybody want to get on this track. Basically, whoever can get their verses ready, we're going to put you on the track in that order. We're only putting five people up here. So they was literally trying to write their lyrics to it in the studio. And basically, the order you heard them, it was the order they got done with their verses. Yo, really? <laughs> well, I know I got to watch that. That was now. perfect. I know I got to watch I can't that. imagine make him say uh, any other way. <laughs> they, were, they were interviewing Fiend, and Fiend was like, as soon as he started talking, he said, I was writing my stuff on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so you telling me Mystical got his in fifth? He literally was the last one to get his stuff in? Exactly. And he, and, Yo. Because <laughs> that track is dope. And they did it like, stop it. All right, I'm getting that. I'm getting that. And Master P post artists. Like, he posts artists. They basically said um, he did what, what corporations do with you know, corporate, corporate rating. Every artist, every big artist that Master P had, he stole from another independent art label. Wow. Me X stole <laughs> Well, because the way they used to pay, he used to pay his artists were dope. So basically, he'd pay him like $50,000 well, yeah, a record. And they all, be- they all believed in what he was trying to do. Because yeah. he was like, yo, we're an independent label. So by the end of this year, they're going to treat us like we a major label. Yeah. And that's why he, he hired his five producers, and they just got on the grind. They was like, yo, we will be in the city. Me, actually, she recorded her album, the Mama Mia album, in 10 days. 16 tracks in 10 days. Yeah. Because yeah. they paid a $50,000 album. Number two, it was number two on the chart. Yep. Only behind Celine Dion. $50,000 $50, album. Okay. And then if they made gold, they easily made their money back. And when they made platinum... I mean, there were a couple of No Limit albums that went platinum, and I think Mia X's was one. A couple of masterpieces went Actually, platinum. Mia X never went platinum. Shut up. She went gold. Never went platinum. Wow. But I know, like, dudes like Fiend first, went first gold. First female artist to go platinum was the Brat, so. Yeah, I know, like, Fiend made gold, and he was average. <laughs> like, okay. most of the albums went gold, or most of the albums were selling anywhere from 200 to 300,000 copies, which, if they did that, that's his 50 G's right there. He didn't need to he didn't need to do big numbers because he was doing everything in house. Okay. And then he was the first company to come out with the uh, the bling on the album covers. I did yeah, not know. He made every album cover seem major with those big big colorful and rappers. Yeah, with dime, like dot, fake dimes and stuff on it made it just kind of noticeable. 
And then after he started doing it and getting paid, other artists started doing it and getting paid. Okay. So he started that. Yeah, Master. Yeah, I got to yeah, count they that. They went straight from No Limit to straight to um, talking about how Cash Money started. It was like a total contradiction how the companies work, but like it was just dope. I literally, man, I was glued 45 minutes. I just watched the Chopping Screw one earlier today where they talked about the Houston artists. Another dope. What's the name of that show? The Evolution of Hip Evolution. Yeah. All right. You, got, you just got me. You sold me on that. Wow. All right. So. It's four seasons, man. And I, I just just found it. Just, just I've, I've, I've glossed over it so many times. And early this morning, I was just like, you know what? Let me pop. Let me get this dirty south one up. I was hooked. Man, it's going to be hard to like do other things other than watch this. Well, if it's good, it's good. Yeah. All right. So I got a couple more. So. I'm a big fan of MTV's A Challenge. I've never seen it. Well, a lot of one of the reasons why I'm a big fan is because it's a train wreck. It's basically all these people doing all these um, crazy things to get paid. Okay. And you know, basically, it's like a eat or be eaten type of thing. You know, and the winner split like a million dollars, so you can become a millionaire or or close to it real quick. And you have to, and they. They have alliances, you know, they make side deals. It's just, it's basically a social experiment. Uh, What happens if you put people in a situation, give them some rules, and boom, that's what happens. They've been doing it for 35 seasons. What? It's basically the Dave Chappelle skit. Yep. In the real world. 35 seasons? This new season is coming up. It's season 35. It used to be a real world rules challenge. Okay. And then they start bringing just regular people in, and there are people who be doing this for like a decade. Wow. And they've made like, there's one dude named Johnny Bananas. He's won like six. Wow. So he's like pretty much, I don't want to say he's a millionaire, but he's, he don't work. This, <laughs> this is his job. Well, that's close enough for me and if I'm you want to go to work. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they're getting paid by the episode too. They don't really say it, but I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just see people do crazy things. What money does to you. Like some of the stuff I'd never do. I wouldn't come close. Are you sure? You're not in that situation? Yeah, like I wouldn't um I wouldn't scale a skyscraper. It ain't enough money I'll for that. that. I'll take I that. I mean, they got safety stuff there, but nah, bro. <laughs> I might be the for first a mill, one. For a mill. You wouldn't you wouldn't scale a skyscraper. For a share of a mill. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, and I need a guarantee that I'm gonna get a meal, not a chance. Yeah, <laughs> not a chance. There are people who do all this crazy stuff and get nothing, zero. That's why I think they get paid per episode. Okay. Maybe like yeah, I ain't out here. I ain't out here looking for the experience. Yeah, and like in this one, they putting them in a bunker. They putting thirty people in a bunker. Thirty. Yeah, they found some bunker in the middle of nowhere, and they and how, for how long? It lasts about. So, I assume they tape every other day. Okay. So, at least 30 to 60 days. Wow. I mean, but if you get eliminated, you go home. With empty-handed. Yeah, but you and you sign non-disclosure. Can't even talk about it. Wow. So, it's like crazy. Um, and the other thing I'll bring up is, like, I, I lumped all the CW superhero shows together. Okay. Because Super Supergirl, Batwoman... Black Lightning, Flash, it was Arrow, um, Le- Legends of Tomorrow. 
that sort of thing. Okay. But the one I really want to talk about is Black Lightning. Because Black Lightning, at the beginning of, this is season four. They just finished season four, three or four. Okay. They weren't connected to the rest of them. But why now was they that? I always well, was wondering why that was. Well, they did it at first. They disconnected them on purpose, but then they reconnect them because that's just it builds a very better story. And now they're all connected. Okay. But because it wasn't connected, they had to go through literally two and a half seasons by themselves. And it's just it's it's a superhero story, but it's a pers- personal story. It's a, okay. It's about people, and yeah, they're black people. And basically, you know, the the dad's a superhero, but the kids didn't know. The wife knew, or the ex-wife. She was an ex-wife. Right. She knew, and she hated him for it, and yada, yada, yada. Sure. All this. And then, of course, the kids started getting powers. So you got to, you know, manufacture that and all that. But it was dealing with a lot of social issues. Right. So, like, it was a place called Freeland, and, like, you know, overrun with gangs and stuff. And then just not getting help from the government talked about stuff like that and then they became a police state and then somebody came and took over the city because they were making superhumans there and all this other stuff but it's a literally they had I think he just powers for a total of maybe 10 minutes an episode okay but everything you know he was a principal of a high school and they had uniforms and he was trying to teach the kids to be better people and stuff like that so it's a very good story it's story first, superhero second. Okay. And that's what I like about it. It's not connected with the other superhero stuff. So literally you can focus on the story of it and not, oh, is Flash coming over to team up or Arrow? No. It's no. he's gotta deal with stuff himself. Yeah. He's you know, he's learning on the fly again and stuff like that. Cause he was out of action for like 15, 20 years. Okay. So he came he came back because his daughter's got um, his daughter's got kidnapped. So he had to put the suit back on to go find his kids. Now, was he on Earth Prime? He is on Earth Prime now, but he no, he was on a different Earth. Okay, but he is on Earth Prime now, which makes him yes. still alive. Yes. Okay, I see. Yes, he was actually in the crisis. He was, right, because that's, what, the, that's the first time I saw him with everyone else. Yep, that's the first time he's been with everyone else. Okay, I didn't know if I had missed something or not. But, I mean, I would say, like, you know, if you like superhero shows, that's great. But if you like human interest shows, that's probably a little better. Okay. It's a good plot. Um, it's written by the Akils. Um, they've done some good stuff. Okay. Um, black shows, stuff like that. Sure. So it's written by black people, directed by black people. And they and it's filmed in Georgia. It's filmed on um, your boy's place. Oh, Teleperry? Yeah. Okay. So that was interesting. Well, the rest of the while the rest of the TV shows are filmed in Vancouver. Right, that's what I was gonna say. Everybody else was in British Columbia. Yeah, so it it made it kind of interesting to, um, to transplant him there without right. people knowing he was there because they had to keep a lot of things secret. Okay. So, but yeah, man, it's, it's dope. Okay, I have to I, check I like it out. I've always Lightning. wanted to watch it. The other ones are good too. I mean, don't get it twisted. Supergirl is your social issue show. Batwoman is new. They're trying to flesh her out. The Flash is your happy-go-lucky show. If you want some craziness, that's Legends of Tomorrow. Um, Arrow was your your vigilante show, but that's no longer on because he's dead now. Right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, they're coming out with Stargirl. That's probably going to be more of your kid's show. Okay. Um, that's in May. And so, yeah. 
But I got to disagree with you about the Flash because the Flash is pretty dark now. Well, now it is, but it's but yeah, having, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get why I get why you said it, but yeah, yeah. now it's like really dark. Yeah. Okay. And I would, and I'm gonna throw another one in there. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm hogging the time, but um, the DC Universe shows. Yeah. Titans. You said good, something about that two episodes but ago. But Doom Patrol is dope. Okay. Is that DC Universe? Yep. But, That's DC Universe. Okay. I know you. Get, I, you got to pay for it though. I I don't have the I don't have the uh, the station. Yeah, we'll talk about that after off the air. Okay. Because I think I may have it. So, but yeah, it's good stuff, man. Doom Patrol is dope. It's okay. just different. It's completely different, and it's crazy. It's not like the boys. Okay. It's similar. Okay. But it's like you're going in different directions, I and you it. don't know which way is up. Okay. So it's always suspenseful. Got it. So, all right, you got two more. Um, billions, Showtime. Haven't seen it. You said that show was awesome. It man, I mean, because my favorite movie of all time is Wall Street, so I dig that whole money thing. Okay, but Billions is really, really good. If you've seen Homeland with a Showtime show, Claire Danes, Claire Danes, right. The dude that was the co-star of the first couple of seasons mm-hmm. is in that. Yes. It's really good. I mean, it's, it's a deep show. Basically, the backdrop is money, but everything else is the same. Human nature, screwing people, alliances, nice. strange bedfellows, and really screwing people. So oh, it's nice. just like, you know, but it's a good show. Good show. Okay, That's cool. the last, last my last one. All right. Moby? Um, I guess my last one that I had was, I mean, still a big Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan. So oh, yes. At some point in time, I'm probably going to go back and watch the last season again. Just because I feel like so much time is going to pass between now and when it comes back on, whenever that That's is. That's supposed to be the so summer. I forgotten. But they haven't said if it's canceled or not. Ooh. I don't know if it's canceled. I think that they're, they're probably going to have to push it back. I think they got it done, though. Because just the time. They may have gotten it yeah, done. They already, I think they already got it done. I think they already got it done. I just don't know if they'll be able to release it because of timeline pushing things back. Because even though it doesn't affect stuff, I'm sure they're probably, in this last season, probably going to have some reference to what's going on in the movie world. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Because I was going to say, you know, why does it matter? But then you say that. That, that makes sense. I don't think it has anything to do with it, though. I, mean, the, I don't know if it has anything to do with remember it, they're in the they future. might make reference to certain things. Oh, okay. Once again, they still might make reference to certain things. Uh, and th- that's actually my only negative with Marvel Agents here. I feel like they didn't do enough yeah. interaction between it in the movie world because, you know, the whole Captain America Winter Soldier was so awesome. one was, was so awesome that I'm just like, I don't understand why they didn't just realize they had a cash cow there. Yeah, True. I agree. That made me go see the movie that weekend. Which movie was that? Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, Winter Soldier was really good. Because you watch Age of the Shield, and then it was like continue to Marvel Winter Soldier. I was like, Are you kidding me? You're making me go see this this weekend, and I went and saw it. And then next week, it literally started off from the movie. I was like, Really? I'm so see, glad now I, I gotta saw watch it because I never knew that they were connected that way. Oh yes. Okay. Oh yeah, that's really the only part that they've ever really connected. Yeah, but they connected it hardcore with because that. that's when Shield went down. So wait a minute. So how should I? Wa- I've seen all the Avenger movies. How should I watch Agents of Shield? So you should watch Agents of Shield like normal, Just, because at first it really wasn't a part. 
they would mention a couple things here and there. But I think it's what season two or season three. It was season two. Yeah, season two. There's a part when at the end of the episode they go in a little bit into the movie, and then right. at the end it says to be continued in Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yes, Captain so I can America watch a couple of seasons of this, and then yeah, it'll get to that point. Then I can watch Winter Soldier again. Can if I, you want to now? Will I understand Winter Soldier better if I go through this experience? No, but you will. What 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 would have happened is if you didn't watch Winter Soldier, you were lost for a minute. Okay, they brought you back up to speed, but you were lost okay. because it was really different. Okay, like when Winter because you've seen Winter Soldier, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, basically, yeah, but so he's seen Winter Soldier. So basically, what happens is. You come back and all of a sudden shields disassembled. Yeah, the big shield is disassembled, like it happened in Winter Soldier when okay. they took out the three Triscuit, the three, uh, the three planes. Okay, right, right, that right. That right. ended Shield. Oh, but see, they were agents of Shield, and so they dealt with the fallout of Hydra and stuff like that. And that's when they found out there was somebody there in their in their group who was Hydra. So this is basic. The, so the show becomes like a subplot on its own. Yeah. Oh. But I they didn't it. do that very well. They only did it really with that movie. The rest of them. They, They're completely separate. They mentioned it on another one. The the next year, they mentioned it in passing. Okay. Like when Age of Ultron. And they had that chick that was in the Thor movie on one yeah, show. Yeah, they didn't do it well enough. That I, they could have done it better. Okay. You know, but it's whatever. Okay. I'll check it out then because I've always wanted to watch it, but I was like seasons behind, so I just oh, never had an Emmy. There's only one season left in. Because <sighs> they had it on Netflix. I, I hope it's gonna... not terrible. So are they canceling the show after this? Yeah. Okay. I see. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if you'd call it canceling. I just don't think they know where to go with it anymore. And I think part of the problem is they don't know where to go with it is because they don't get any interaction with the movie, it's kind of hard to know where they should go with it. I get that. Because what they really should do... Because it, it single-handedly killed the whole Inhuman thing. Yeah, then the Inhuman show was horrible. It was you know, it wasn't horrible. It was just... It was presented horribly. Yeah. They, they should have just... They shouldn't have done the IMAX thing, because I think that screwed them. Because they got so many negative reviews from doing it at IMAX okay. that nobody wanted to watch it. And then... They still didn't link it up with Ages of Shield very well. Okay. So they missed a boat on a couple things. Okay. But I should still check that out though. Yeah. Based on what we're I talking. think so. Okay. Yeah. Because I never knew that at all. I mean, like I said before, I'm familiar with Agents of Shield. I mean, Shield, mm-hmm. but I'd have thought Agents of Shield was just some like spinoff. I didn't even know it was an integrated part of the the uh, Avengers. Yeah, because I mean, Coulson's there. So yeah. he comes straight from the movie. Because you know, Coulson died in Avengers. He got shot by Loki. Right, but I didn't think he died, died. He died, died, but they brought him back in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, yes. never mind. I'll watch, watch it. it. I'll watch it. Watch because it. I thought that dude, but I, then I was like, oh, no, he's dead, but then he's not dead. And yep. I didn't know why he wasn't not dead. Yep. You got to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. That's a, that's a reason in and of itself. Okay. Cool. Awesome. So, um, also, I, we're done with that. But, you know. Yeah, that was my last one anyway. Yeah. You know, every, we got this COVID nineteen stuff going on. Stay in your house. You know, I would say definitely tomorrow's going. <laughs> Sunday is going to be eighty six degrees down here. Yes, sir. Ugh. But is it supposed to rain? I don't. Does it really matter? I'm still going to walk outside. <laughs> like I'm going to go <laughs> and get my mail from the mailbox tomorrow, just so I, you know, 
on the nice days, it's okay to walk outside. You know, it's just not okay to go and hang out with a bunch of people. Sure. I get that. Um, like, I'm not going to the gym here because. No. You can do push-ups. Is your gym even open? I don't think so. I think when I saw Planet Fitness close, I thought all gyms were closed. Well, they close them late. But I'm talking about the on, on, on property gym. I don't know if they close it. But it's hard to close that because the washer machine is attached to it. So it's like. But I couldn't imagine too many people going in there because of what we're talking about. Man. I mean, I know I wouldn't. I mean, you would think you would. Some Selfish people would. society, man. Society. Yeah. Truth. I mean, never mind. You're right. I mean, For, I, I came. <laughs> I created a workout, you know, that I do every morning. So I got to create a leg workout now that so I can do that. And then an ab workout and I'll be good. I got an arms workout. You know, arms are trying to, trying to lose some of the fat. But, um. But yeah, you know, at least, you know, make good decisions. That's what I'll say. I'm not going to tell you to stay aside. I'm going to tell you to make good decisions. Yeah. And a good decision is not go hanging out with 20 of your friends. That's no. a terrible decision. That's stupid. If you want to go hang out with one friend, as long as they ain't sick, you good. But as long as you ain't bringing back nobody else to your house, that's good too. Sure. I mean, but yeah, just be careful. Don't go around babies. Don't go around old people. Um, You know, just because... They, they they can get it worse than anybody else. So, you know, and I guess when I say old, I would say someone who, who deems himself older, um, 50 plus maybe. Yeah, I think, I think I have an AARP card. And I got one of those. I could have had one anyway. Yeah, well, that's crazy. Oh, man, that was like before I turned 50, they sent it to me. It's like, we'll give you a discount and everything. I was like, I am officially old, y'all. Yeah, no. <laughs> you get that card, and that's when you just want to wish that everything just didn't happen to you. No, man, it's good. It's just, it's progression. It's life. It is yeah, what it is. It's man. whatever. I'm blessed to still be here. How about that? Yep. Wow. Don't want one of those cards. Wow. You're but on I'll your way. It. But no. I'll take it when I get it. They got discounts. Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Mo, get them, Mo. Just, just get them. What do you mean? That guy's young. I understand that, but he's a little bit more level-headed than you. I'm level-headed. When are you level-headed? Right now. I, you know, speaking of which, I meant to bring up something. What's One that? of my friends who listens to the show, yes, he reminded me of a time, another way that I'm petty. Okay. What is that? And he says, when I put my sunshades on inside, I'm you at my petty You wear level. shades inside? I, and as he said that, I was like, yeah. That was that was some strong petty, and I would do it during a meeting too. Really? Yeah, you're that guy. I was that guy. You really? Yeah, I was that guy. Oh, I wouldn't do that now. I don't I've know. Grown, would I've you? Grown up petty? Would you? That's that's baby petty. I didn't know how to be petty, so I just kind of did something. So now you're much mature, much oh, more mature, mature petty. petty. Oh yeah, I'm petty. I'm petty as you. You, you, you realize you, you realize mature petty is an oxymoron, right? I mean, it is what it is, bro. Oh my god. Okay. I'm just saying I can be petty at you and you not know I'm petty. I wouldn't because I can't. I, my petty meter is, is. Well, I'm not saying you particularly. I'm just talking about people. Okay. You know. Because my my sensitivity to it, the way you do it, is very low. I mean, because I don't be doing it. See, I'm not loud petty. I know. Loud petty is annoying. That's what makes you dangerous. It makes you very dangerous. And that's what gets you slapped, too. I mean, not really. We try not <laughs> to do that. Look, man. Like. <laughs> Like I saw on TV the other day. Hey, look, don't take anything from someone you can't run away from. Wow. That's I mean, true, though. That's good, that's that's, good advice. Yeah. That's good advice. Because if you can't run away from dog, 
You're, you got to fight. Yeah. If, you, if you can't fight, that's an L you about to take. Exactly. How do you say it? That's a bad day. Yeah, that's a bad day. <laughs> I mean, Mo B seen my petty before. I'm sure he has. But, hey, man, petty don't bother me. I'm, but I'm never petty to him. It's always around. Is I it mean, back here? It's hard to be petty to me, man, because I don't care. Yeah, see? Yeah, you do. You can be petty to somebody that don't care. Yeah, because that's a, definitely a two-way street. But when you know they care, ooh. <laughs> Wow. Open up the petty floodgates. Why would you even do that? Sometimes you need to. Well, I, I get that. Just like Pelosi and and, and man, that's, Trump. That's and a, <laughs> like I said last week, man. That's a whole different level kind of petty. Now, do you? Would you still bow down to them from the petty? Would oh you, yeah. Okay. They, you would kiss the petty ring for them. I mean, I don't know about all that. I mean, that's bowing down. It's the same thing. I mean, but I'm not kissing any petty ring. Uh, well, you just I'll said. acknowledge that the pettiness now, is on see, a different level. You splitting hairs now is being petty. I mean, there you uh, go. <laughs> hey, nobody said he had to be consistent with his petty. That's, hey. And that in and of itself is petty. Hey, man, there ain't no future in your front. <laughs> I, never mind. I Just mean, it, never mind. It's not. I mean, look, man, we're not going to go through this whole petty conversation again, but when he told me that, I was like, dang, I've been petty for a very long time. Because I was like 19, 19, 20. Well, you said 16 to, to, to 25. You were. Yeah. So that makes sense. I was just learning. I was learning how to be petty. So you were a Padawan and petty. Oh, definitely. Okay. And nobody taught me, so I had to teach myself. Wow. So you had to teach yourself how to be a Jedi and, Pad- and, hey, and man. petty. Hey, man. Yeah, the best. I don't know, man. Sometimes your petty thing is pretty natural, man. I think I think maybe your petty power prowess just hadn't developed yet. But I don't know if anyone ever had to teach you how to be petty. I mean, I don't think I was taught how to be petty. It's kind of like a mutant ability. You just kind of got it as you got older. It grew as I got older. Came out during adolescence. Came out during adolescence. Now I kind of think that he was just chosen. What do you think? I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, DNA chosen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was DNA. No, it wasn't DNA because you're your. I don't know anybody in your family, immediate or otherwise, that are. No, no way. My immediate family. It's just like the mutant gene, man. Wow. Could have been dormant. Wow. He went all X Men on you and whatnot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that he says that, I can see we're not going to talk about that. God. We're going to save this for the six months. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that part because, yeah. I can I can see how it skipped a generation. I wonder if there's anybody else in our families as petty as you. I mean, like you said, skipped a generation. No, so. well, it was skip my mom. Mom's not really petty. No, your mom is like actually both your parents are just level headed. Like, yeah, yeah, they're straight. I've never even seen your and dad. I'm level headed. Kind of makes you wonder where you came from. Yeah, I know, right? I'm level headed until Kevin I get to and that Dale, point. Just like they just everybody in your family's like right here. And I'm right just, there too. No, you're not. No, I am. I How do you figure that? Look, man, I'm. I, I am. No, he's not. I am until I'm provoked. No, but see, it's I like, never come out with petty. I've always I've become petty when it is pushed out. Like you got to do something to make me do petty. Okay, I, I'm I agree. a reactionary petty. I agree. I you agree. Know? I'll just be like you know because you're too nice for to be just mean. Yeah, I'm so, not. Yeah, yeah, I get. I agree. Yeah, I'm not just like looking down the street. Yo, man, go find some new clothes. I mean, that ain't me. But well, like, when you are, provoked, but if I'm attacked, oh man, it's on. <laughs> Do that sound again? It's like Wolverine, <laughs> Snick. The claws come out. The petty claws come out. Oh my goodness, it's just like a quickness, right? I mean, petty, petty. Hey, see, 
He knows, man. He's seen it. I believe it. I'm just saying this is. I am just learning so much about you. That's all. I mean, yeah. but I'm immune to petty, so I like. Other people have had to remind me how petty he is. I don't. But see, I don't see but the thing about it is, we're not. I'm not petty to him. I believe that. Yeah. If I'm petty to you, that's because you've given me a reason to be petty to you. Sure, I get that. And right now, at least, as far as I can tell, Mo B has never really given me a reason to be petty to him. Boy, he, no, I'm, I'm anti-petty. <laughs> he keeps the petty in control a little bit, you know. However, now, I'm not going to say Mo B is petty. I'm just going to say... I'm precise. He is precise. And, <laughs> and when we're tag team together, we become precise petty. And that's, that we that's, and we nasty. That's dangerous. We had a roll on somebody yesterday, he, man. It oh, was bad. Oh my god! I could see. Never mind. I don't even want to. Like yeah, it was yeah. so bad. This dude. Can I? Can I tell the story, Moby? It's your show. I mean, yeah, but still, man, I ain't trying to, you know. So this kid in our Madden league talks, 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 talks. <laughs> he ain't done nothing. He ain't beat nobody. Literally. In the how long we've had this man league? Like three years? Something like that. Like all the games we won, there's only two people who's won the Super Bowl Madden. Okay. We probably played like seven seasons between Madden 18, 19, and 20. Okay. Seven, eight seasons. And it's Moby and another dude, Nate Country. Okay. They're the only two who've won. Right. So it's like this dude came back to we have we let him come back into the league because he left the league. Right. I'm not going to say we kicked him out. I'm just going to say he left. And then he wanted to come back, so we let him back in. Okay. Talk, 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 talk. You know. He <laughs> Wait was, a minute. Wait a minute. Do that again. Talk, 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 talk. <laughs> okay. You know, he's trying to tell me how to do my job. He's saying that he's a goat. He is saying this and that and he's this He's saying he's a goat and he hadn't won anything? That's I know, right? Your face. Really? That's what me that's what me and Mobi be talking <laughs> okay, about. Okay, I just want to make sure I heard you right. You know? He's the goat. But yo, this dude country, I think it's a fair assumption, took his soul. <laughs> took his soul? His soul. Okay. He dropped 80 on him. Ouch, in a football game? Man. Wow. Now, he's like the only user that's ever had 80 dropped on him. This is a football game, right? Where every score is seven points. Well, six plus the kick, yeah. yeah wow. He seven, yeah, he, he doesn't have a soul anymore. He doesn't have a soul anymore. Like, after that game, he left. <laughs> Went to play on PS4. <laughs> then he thought he was good, so he came back. Okay. Now, he beat me in the playoffs last year. No big deal. I thought you were the commissioner. I am. You can play also? Yeah. Okay, okay. I didn't realize. Okay. Yeah. So, whatever. I, it doesn't bother me. Okay. I don't mind taking L's, because... I'm not very good at it. I'm okay. Okay. So, you know, basically it gets to a point where he's like trying to tell me how to do my job. Okay. Look, man, we got rules. Like, we have rules. Right. Like, that everybody can see. Sure. And so, when this happens, this happens. Okay. I feel like every couple of hours, hey, do this. Hey, do this. Hey, do <laughs> this. is a grown man, dog. Yeah. He's a grown man. Yeah. Sounds like he's 12, but yeah. I mean- but we know he's a grown man. Right. Like, he has a job and everything. Sure. I think he's got, he got kids, too, right, Moby? Yeah. Yeah. He got wife, kids. Okay. Sounds I mean, like he's 12. Hey, man. I ain't saying that. It is what it is. You so, said plenty. 
<laughs> That's all I need to hear. So yesterday, man, he comes at me. Like, when they come at me, I just wash it off. Okay. Yesterday, not so much. Okay. Start going in. He's like, I'm an NFC champ. And I was like, he's like, what did he say, man? Who did he say he was? He said he was a quarterback. Uh, what did he say? What quarterback did he say he was? Uh, I don't know. Did he say Tom Brady? Yeah, he said he was Tom Brady of the NFC. And I was like, you mean Jim Kelly? Because you ain't won nothing? You ain't won nothing. <laughs> and then Mobile was like, I mean, you already, he's talking about I'm going to the Super Bowl. He's like, you already lost. Because you ain't say you're going to win it. You say you're going. <laughs> wow. So you already good already second, cool place. second place. <laughs> All right, cool with second place. So I'm just like, and we're just going back and forth. And yeah, a couple years ago, Moby did this joke. It was like, have you seen, you know, like the ESPN 30 for 30? Right. He created a picture and it said ESPN 30 for 30. What did it say, man, on the front? 80 points later. Wow. What if I told it's a you? a picture of like a dead person on the ground and you see a soul coming out of his what? body. See this. And it says 80 points later. And I, and I did the I, I did the commentary. So when you read it, you hear that dude that be doing the advertising. Yeah. Said, what if I told you? What if I? Because <laughs> I was, I was I said, like, what if I told you? Oh. I said, what if I told you 80 points is forever? <laughs> ESPN 30 for 30 presents wow. 80 points later. Y'all cold-blooded. <laughs> Yo, he came out with that joint, and he went silent. Like, he went silent. Really? Nothing to say. And then I came out with a picture of crickets. <laughs> and that joint said, it was a it was, it was was a gift. It said, chirp, chirp, chirp. Oh, y'all are wrong. <laughs> and then... Hey, we weren't even the most savage person in the league. Yo, man. he got hit with... I can't even talk about that. I didn't man. even respond when his boy talked about Yo, it. I was like, whoa. His I didn't say this. I would never go this way. I would never go this route, ever. Because I think he crossed the line. But it, it was savage. And like, if I'm saying it's savage. It's savage. And Moby yeah, says savage. savage. I, I will co-sign on yeah. that. I will co-sign on that. I'm going to read it because it is not fair if I just say it. Because, like, honestly, I don't even really want to say it because it's foul. It's it's foul. But this dude talks junk all of the time. Like, all the time. Okay. So, um, so it all started. Like, it just started. And he's like, yeah, um, PS4 League uses mix instead of mixer, they use YouTube. And the dude's like, how many views you getting that aren't your mom? Ooh. Oh, no. It gets worse. That's what I figured. But still, ooh. That don't sound good to begin with. So go ahead. And then another dude pops in. is like, he streams on YouTube for PS4 like we do on Mixer. He just doesn't actually post games. It's like how we stream on Mixer. And the dude comes back. He's like, that doesn't answer my question, though. So, like, he's pushing it. <laughs> and then the dude he's talking to is like, what question? And he says, he comes, he says, how many views I get depends on who's watching. Say it's Mixer when you stream a game. YouTube saves the games when you're done. The dude comes back. No, I'm wondering if your mom watches your streams. 
it gets worse. I wow. <sighs> this pains me to read this right here. Does it? It does. Okay. He says, nah, my mom dead, bro. Me. I'm sorry. He said my mom is dead? Yes. Ouch. It doesn't stop there. It the doesn't? Dude, the dude comes back and says, well, I'm sure she'd be proud of your weight percentage. I was... That is just... <laughs> yo. And y'all are so, laughing. Oh. I'm not trying to, That was so... Bro, that was like unnecessarily savage. The only reason I'm laughing is because it couldn't happen to a nice guy. <laughs> Y'all, oh. So, he goes radio silent for two hours. You think? <laughs> then he comes back and is like, hey, yeah, Ruben, we're going to put such such on auto so the other dude can play. And then I'm like, that's him telling me to do my job again. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like he, he forgot everything that happened of prior. Course. Okay. Little does he know, because I don't be putting my, my work business out of here. I talked to a dude at nine o'clock in the morning. I put the dude on the dude's guy on autopilot. Right. I was like, yo, man, he's on autopilot. You can play. It's nine in the morning. You know? Whatever. So I'm like, I mean, we can't move on to tonight anyway. So, because the other, the last user game said, hey, we're not going to play till eight o'clock CST, you know, Central Standard Time. Right. We're supposed to move on at nine Eastern Standard Time. So they're going to play at nine o'clock. Right. I can't move until they play. That's just the rule. Right. They say they're going to play it. Once they play, I'm moving. And then Moby comes up. It's like he was put on autopilot this morning. LOL. And then I was like, "Man, you ruined the fun." I was hoping he keep asking at least six more times <laughs> <laughs> because he worried about somebody else's stuff, right? And then that's called deflection, man. He was just trying to deflect, man. Yeah, it's hard to deflect after you. Every time he loses, he goes radio silent. Yeah, oh my goodness. And then he's like, "Auto one, really? Auto unlimited?" And I was like, this guy tries to tell me, tries to make the rules, because he does. He tries to change the rules. Right. And tell me what to do. Maybe he should be the commission. Just worry about your team, please. And then he goes, Super Bowl. He says, team going to Super Bowl. Okay. And I was like, are you going to win it? And then he put a picture of Stone Cold, be like, hell yeah. I'm just like, you know, earlier this morning, you just say you were going to win. <laughs> Because he says that to you. He doesn't say that to the people that actually end up playing him in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Wow. I mean, so. Because country has his soul and I have his heart. Oh. <laughs> so he has nothing, essentially. Oh, he played, he played Moby in Super Bowl last year. How Gosh. much did you hang on him? I'm a classic guy, man. He is. Okay. I think I put 50. That's classy? I only, beat, I only beat him by like 20. Okay, well, that's fair. I, he could have put okay. up 80 on him. You could have put Haiti on him. And you I don't didn't. want to score, man. That's not who I am, man. I don't. I don't feel the need to prove something on nobody. Okay. I would never put up eighty on anyone, even if I disliked them. Okay. Just not who I am. I hear you. <laughs> I mean, That's I just, just wish he would be a. Not. I gonna, just wish he would stop doing that. He's not going to happen. He is who he is. And this is this is a pic. I'm showing the picture. That is so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's a picture of what And all I can hear All I can hear in my mind is What if I told you (laughs) (laughs) I intentionally wrote it that way So you would hear the voice Oh my goodness And then I told I was like yo man (laughs) The the Undertaker I was like like, country's the Undertaker dog Cause he Apparently he beat another dude so bad The dude ain't came back Wow To Lee And then Of course Here's my classic Hey, you want to boot up? Of course, it's going to take forever. 
crickets. Chirp, 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 chirp. So, I'm just saying that my my pettis have limits. My petty has limits. I can tell because that's something I thought that you would have just like sunk your teeth into. I mean, I'm trying not to be like crazy, but I mean, yesterday we had to, I mean... I mean, you team, had to check him. You had the tag to check team him. champions of the world went on. I understand. And he left. I'm glad you didn't show him my long soliloquy. I, I wrote to him when he started talking to me. Yeah, I did not. It's too long. Like for I the said, show. I'm, I'm not petty. I'm not petty. I'm precise. <laughs> He's like, I just deal in facts. If you go, if you go come at me with that BS, I'm going to come at you. You know, I'm, I'm a wordsmith, man. Words matter. The they dude had to talk about his mom. Sometimes though. I think. Sometimes I think my insults go over his head. Wow. The dude that had to talk about it. The other dude that had to talk about his mom, dude. That was after yeah, man, he like, said my mom's thinking, dead. I was thinking, man, the conversation should have ended. The conversation yeah. should have ended. But then when he said, I'm sure she's proud of your win for sure. I'm not going to lie. I laughed out loud when I read it. Like, and I had to, you know. This was my that's face. That's my inner weakness. That's my inner weakness because I laughed at it. Because wow. I shouldn't have. Because that was crossing the that line. But like harsh. I said, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I was like, savage. I, that's all I was like. I was like, and I texted him. I was like, Moby, this is savage, man. I can't. I was like, I'm just saying, this, this, this is a this savage, the same guy that's, 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 um, wow. Accused me of cheating when I beat him and then went on a drunk tirade on the message board aimed at me. And y'all let him back in the league? He lined, he lines up the league. He talks so much junk that it almost, I think it's psychological with him. He wants to get in your head so when you play him, you'll be trying to do more than you need to be doing. And he takes advantage. Well, apparently it doesn't work very well. Well, I mean, he can't win. He, he can't play. He can't beat people who are actually really good. Okay. Like, I'm not going to say he uses the Madden cheat codes. I'm going to say that when he beat me, I made a couple mistakes. Not, And that wasn't because I was trying to do something out of the ordinary. Right. For me, I don't think I had the personnel to do what I need to do. Okay. I now have the personnel to do what I need to do. I understand. I won my first user game this year out of seven seasons. Okay. And I was very happy about that. Okay. I mean, I beat him by like two touchdowns. Okay. So I was like, yes, I won my first one. So, but nah, man, I can't wait to play this dude in the playoffs. He's in my division. Like, he on purpose did came to the NFC, which is where I play. Okay. Instead of the AFC where... Moby and the other dude plays. <laughs> Is he trying to hide? <laughs> He's ho- he figures he can get out of the NFC, so then he only has to play one of them. And, like, he doesn't play either one during the season, so he avoided a bullet. And then he's talking about now, I'm leaving after this season going back to the PS4. It's like, why'd you come back? He's like, revenge. I was like, on who? You're not beating anybody. You got re- you getting revenge on. <laughs> what, the first person you play you need to get revenge on, he smacked you by 20. I mean, I don't understand it. <laughs> Wow. He's like, I went to PS4 to learn something. Well, I'm precise because he started his own league last year's game after he accused me of cheating. And I went in his league and blew him out by like 30 and was calling my shots. I literally texted him in the middle of one play. I was like, hey, man, can you get out of that defense so I don't have to score on you? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't. And what happened? He scored. Well, he said he he called a shot. Sorry. Called my shot. Hey, man. I did that on three different plays against him in that game. I called myself on three different plays. I'm like, man, could you please stop? He go- and he's good. Moby is good. He's, he's way better than me. Like, he crushes me, and that's fine. He don't hang 80 on me. Nobody has hung 80 on me, and I suck. 
compared to these dudes I don't here. Even see how you hang eighty on somebody, man? Like you got to work to do that. Has to be letting you do it. You got to work to. I hang mean, you, you're scoring on every possession. Pretty much. I mean, you're. He's probably doing that. He's probably got a pick six or here. Like he's dominating you completely. Right. Because eighty know? points is a lot of points to score in a football Because game. if I know I was getting destroyed, you know what I would do? I would run the ball. Why? It wastes clock. <laughs> True enough. Yeah, at some point in time, you just got to be like, you know what? No mock. Or, you know, or you, <laughs> you just kind of like country did to me. Or you just start doing like short plays. And hopefully you can do three plays, first, second, third. You get three yards apiece and you can get a first down. Sure. I mean, you got to slow the game down, man. Right. You can't be getting beat like that. It's just. <laughs> well, he can. <laughs> I mean, he can. Like, literally, man. I don't think anybody else has gotten 80 on them but him. Who's ever played? Well, he did score 70 on somebody, which he tried to point he out. He scored 70 on somebody, but that ain't 80. <laughs> like I said, he was trying to run up the score on that person. Yeah. Dude, to score 80 on him won't even try to run up the score. Wow. He apologized. For really? Dropping 80 he apologized. Really? Which is the worst part. Like, immediately after the game, my bad, man. I wasn't trying to score 70 points on you. Yeah. Unbelievable. How you get beat bad and then they apologize for scoring so many points on you? That's just to I me. Mean, that's disrespectful. I would rather you just say a good game and call it a day. <laughs> you know what? I agree. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to punch you in the face that many <laughs> yeah. times. I was hoping you'd move out the way a few of them. My bad. Those last four punches, man. I didn't mean to do that. I was just in the zone. <laughs> Herb Dean was the ref, man. I, mean, I, I didn't know what to do. You wouldn't stay there. And you made me hit you in the face. Sorry. You know. Wow. Yeah, man. It's like he'll never listen to this, and if he does. So it is what? what it is. And now that we now that we board the podcast community with our madness, I know, right? right? <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's a crazy world. This podcast, I mean, it's three hours long, and we've talked about a whole bunch of everything and nothing, and that's okay. You know, hip hop evolution. Check it out. <laughs> it's got they paying you I feel now. Like I need to get a check. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the shameless what plug. What did Pablo say? <laughs> Shout out to Seagram's Den because I drink. Oh wow. man! Well, look, I mean, you know, I, I'll do my. Le- Mo B, you got any parting shots out there? Nope, I, I just I just did mine. <laughs> uh, I only got sponsored by one person today, man. You know, you paid me, I shot you out. Oh jeez. <laughs> AG man what you got man I don't have a whole lot we talked about a lot um, the only thing I have right now especially in the climate we are now um, when you get your stimulus check um, be smart we didn't talk about the stimulus we checks we skipped it but yeah if you get your stimulus check pay down some debt save some money um, and just be safe until this thing kind of rides out a little bit it's always going to be with us but at some point it'll flatten out just be safe until then do not I repeat do not take your stimulus check to the ABC store. But you know folk will. Or, or Walmart. But you know folk will. And not buy food. But they're going to do it. I mean, I'm just, just saying. I'm glad you did, but you realize no one's going to listen to you. I'm going to put some 20s on my whip. Get that. <laughs> Actually, the only, thing, only 20s you can get for $1,200 is the ones you're going to rent. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, I can pay. Down payment, baby. Down payment. Hey, you can get, get stimulus checks for three months, man. You know, we spinning. And actually, our Boo Love was telling me today that they're going to completely suspend student loan payments in addition to the money. So people like me going to get paid twice. 
Oh my goodness! I mean, be smart, folks. That's all I'm saying. Well, well, we're gonna briefly talk about it since we brought it up. So the thing about it is, if you're making seventy five thousand dollars or less, you'll get twelve hundred dollars. Yes. If as a whole, you're making, uh, is it ninety five thousand? That was one fifty. No, it's less than that. Is it? Okay. Oh yes, it is less than that because I've like I know people who ain't getting paid. Because I looked at that and I was like, ah, you're not getting a check. <laughs> you made too much money. Because if, yeah, so it's combined. If if you're if you're married, you're combined, I think it's 99000 is the limit. After that, for every, I'm so mad I had it up here. We're going to get this information because I want to talk about it. And I think it's important to talk about it because if you're making too much money, you ain't getting. Well, if you don't have the information, we don't need to talk about it today. Because yeah. I mean, you don't want to put put the wrong stuff out there. The you got world, a chart? The world could be running out of condoms because of pandemic. Oh my goodness, that's funny. We're not going to run out of condoms. I mean, you don't know that. There's a subject that doesn't affect me. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't affect me either. Marriage. <laughs> he said marriage. That's a whole podcast right there. Also, if you owe child support, you ain't getting paid. If you paying or owe? If you owe. So if you're back, if, if you're you back, are. Okay. They're taking that joint. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's better than going to jail. Uh, better than going to jail. That's funny. I'm just saying. All right, so um, if you're making ninety nine thousand, and this is for two people, no, okay. ninety nine thousand for one person, okay, and one ninety eight um, combined on your last tax return, you'll get paid. That's After less that, than yes, okay. After that, nothing. But I thought it was like a, a declining scale. It is after um, like after seventy five thousand. Right. Okay. 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 And one hundred fifty thousand. Okay. It's a like you lose for every hundred dollars more you make, you lose money. Right. So it's like okay. Basically, and, and it makes sense. Sure. Because I'm gonna say this, and I'm not trying to offend anyone who listens to the podcast, but if you're married and you're making one hundred fifty thousand dollars combined. Mm-hmm. My hope is you have money in the bank. Yeah, presumably you don't need the money. Correct. In the short term, sure. Correct. However, I know also that's not the case because we have a lot of Americans who are up and over. Yep. Um, whether it's their house or just bills. Now, uh, my hope is if you're making, you know, close to two hundred thousand dollars, you own a house. Not always. I, so I'm hoping. I say I'm hoping. Yeah, that's true. You did say open. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, from what I understand, owning a house is one of those ways for you to keep your money. It used to be. Not so much anymore. I mean, I guess. That or a hybrid. You know, you get money back for a hybrid after the first year. True. But, beside the point, you know, I do know, I think I know a couple people who ain't getting paid. Yep. But you know what? If I ever ran out of money, they'd be the first place that I got. There it is. So, it's one, <laughs> there it is. You know, it's one of those things. Um, you know, but like you said, as far as the stimulus money goes, if you're paying child, if you're behind on child support deuces, um, if you're behind on student loans or taxes, you won't get that money. Nope. No, you will. You will? Yep. 
That doesn't disqualify you. I'm surprised. Really? Well, because I, I guess they say if you're behind on taxes, then you probably have a hardship. But that hardship was in place before all this. Exactly. Which probably, like, if you're not, if you're behind on taxes, you probably don't have a house. My assumption is you don't have a house. That's not always true. That's unlike, but if you're making $200,000 and you're behind on taxes, this doesn't affect you anyway. Sure, because you're not getting paid. <laughs> exactly. So, okay. So, okay. I mean, it's, it's all about, you know, I guess your, your level. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those, if you're behind on student loans, you won't be affected. Um, yeah, you know, the people right now is only to be affected is people who are behind on child support, which to be real, I'm really not mad about that. No. Because if you ain't taking if you ain't taking care of what you're supposed to be taking care of, you don't deserve this money. Well, it's still messed up. Truth. On both ends. Now you just messed up on both ends, which means you got probably a week to get that joint caught up. <laughs> are they going out that fast? Uh, end of the month, but the, well, they end said, of March or end of April. Uh, three weeks from now, so the middle of April. Wow, I thought it would be a little longer than that. Okay, in the middle, middle, like the third or fourth week of April, I think they're saying. So that's still really fast. Yeah. That's a lot of money to go out really fast. So if you like, I guess if you've already got um, direct deposit, they're going to direct deposit to your yeah, account. Yeah, because uh, Bula was saying that she was like, since we filed our taxes, the e file, mm-hmm. then they already have our uh, yeah banking information. If not, they just send you a check. Yeah. She said it's going to happen faster for us, though, because of the direct deposit. Yeah, because it's easy. Because yeah. you ain't got to wait three to five days for the right, bank. Right, right. You know, and then they got to spend an extra 49 cents on you. Yeah, but we, like I said, man, we got a plan. She's taking hers and saving it. I'm taking mine and reducing my debt. What are you doing, Moby? What's yours? Dub, dub deuces. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> spinners. Spinners, brother. We spinning. They don't even, do they still do spinners? They we should. say they shouldn't. They should. They should. Never. They should have never started. They that should do us. chrome spinners that uh, light up. This show is so over. But you know, somebody's gonna have it. You I know. know you're gonna see it. I know. I know. Um, I mean, I guess I'll pay off some bills. What? I might just put it in savings. And just yeah, I mean, that's twelve hundred dollars that you didn't have. So why not? All I'm saying is, be smart. Oh, it might be the vacation fund. Be smart. Whatever you're doing. Yep. So, any other any other parts? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just paying stuff down, man. I'm just gonna use this money as an extra bonus to pay some stuff there down, man. I ain't out here doing nothing crazy. There it is. Yep. So, any other parting shots, AG? That I'm not buying Jordan sixes. After that, I have no more parting shots. I love your face when I say Jordans. <laughs> I did that just for you. That is the biggest waste of money. <laughs> I did that just for you. <laughs> yeah. If you don't make if you don't make enough to buy food in your house and you buy a pair of Jordans, something is wrong with you. Hey, but you look good starving. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're behind on that child support. That's why they behind on that child support. So hey, dang on Jordans. Hey, you look good. How much are they? Like two hundred and fifty dollars now. It depends. If you're looking for a retro pair, it'd be five hundred dollars, man. What? Real talk. Yeah, if you get them original, original concrete threes that they just bought out with twenty three on the exactly. background. Shoot, them things are like eight hundred. There you go. I don't even know what they look like. Dude, I told you my favorites were Jordan threes and Jordan sixes, what? man. And, you know, thirteens aren't bad. Yeah, either. Three concrete, man. I mean, look, I'm not a big Jordan fan, but them three concretes is, is where kind of dope, man. man. But I'm not gonna buy them. I'm not gonna <laughs> buy them. I just did that for your benefit because I love your I mean, your you face. Buy them, your face gets all curled up you know, and just like just, lifeless. <laughs> see, 
See, this, that's a time where doing something like that deserves the petty to come out. It that is just, deserves the petty? Dog, you spent $500 on a pair of shoes. You probably I would never spend wear, $500 on a pair of shoes. You're probably going to wear once. Then you're going to put it away just to put your foot in them. And then you're going to put them away to save No, them. that's not true because sometimes people that are smart people, like my my wife's son, she, he resells his stuff. That's a big market for that. Nah, you're just stuffing with, stuff with tissue paper so they don't get them wrinkles on the front. There it is. You don't want them creases in there. And then you resell them like four or five years later when they... Four or five you know. years. No, sometimes you don't have to wait that long. A lot There's a there's a, there's a a heavy demand for Jordans, actually sneakers in general. No, there is. But if you wait four or five years, especially for something that's limited edition training, if you wait four or five more years, Truth. everybody else invested theirs up and the value goes up. Now, nah, instead of $800, they're more like 1800 See? I can't with y'all. <laughs> yeah, I, I know a guy that makes about fifteen thousand dollars a year flipping shoes. Exactly. I, I see. I just told you. I, I just told you with y'all. <laughs> He's a manager in one of my stores. He's like, man, I made like fifteen thousand last year flipping shoes. That's it's a good. part. That's a part time job. It's good because he works at one of your stores. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, hey man, at least you supplement your income. Yeah, I mean, he probably like, I ain't working. I'm good. People still buying these Jordans. Because your social distancing don't mean nothing. When all else fails, um, Jays always fail. Exactly. That's not really how the quote goes, but that's the most PG way to make it. There it is. Oh, God. That was a show right there, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe we ended with some damn tennis shoes. Why you gotta why you gotta curse, man? It's a family show. That's not a curse word, man. It kind of is. Not anymore. Kids say that when they too. Okay, okay, we're, we're done here. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just, I mean, it's it's not like I dropped an S or an F bomb. No, that's true. I mean, but that's true. I just can't believe that we the talk first, about tennis shoes. Well, time to hit that old dusty trail, man. That old dusty trail, man. Make sure you ain't walking in J threes, man. You oh messed up the goodness. value. Oh my goodness, this is the worst. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to come back from this, but it's very difficult. You can't. Clearly. You can't. Clearly, I can't. It is your kryptonite. You can't come back from it. Oh, God. It. I laminate my J's, so I ain't worried about wow. that. Wow. That's like putting plastic on the couch like Grandma did. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Mo, you should see his face. It's priceless. This is the worst. <laughs> because, man, like, there are a whole th- lot of things that I want to say, but this is a family show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad it's a family show. I'm glad. No, I'm not. Not right now because <laughs> I can't speak the way I want to speak because this S is crazy. Wow. S, S is coming out. Hey, it's coming nah, out. Nah, nah. I'm not going. Hey, look. I just need. This stuff is crazy? Nah, mean, wait, nah. Four letters, brother. I, I wish I could use like italicies. Oh, my goodness. No, no. Asterisks. Asterisks. I wish I could say asterisk, 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 but that didn't sound good. No. So we're just going to go with the first letter and then we let your imagination flow with that. I like to thank everybody. I like to thank Moby. I like to thank AG for being on the show this week. No worries. I like to apologize for a three hour show. But hey, that's why you listen, baby. Exactly. Because you listen to the craziness that we give. Also, once again, do the five things with the coronavirus. Please don't get sick. Please also don't spread it if you got it. I don't need it. We're trying to end it. And you know what? When it's all said and done, social distancing should be your best friend. If it is not, then you need new friends. Truth. This is Ruben. This is Five Minute Warning. Next week, sixth anniversary, six-month anniversary, 
I am excited. We have a great show planned. And I got a special surprise for that show as well. So, with that being said, be safe, have fun, don't make any babies. And if you do, make sure they're with the one you want to be with. So, it's Ruben. I'm out. Till next week. Peace. You can send any questions or comments to FIVE Minute Warning 19 at gmail.com. The five minute warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. You've been listening to the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search 5-Minute Warning on the Spotify app.